Hello. So um, just before we start the 50th episode of Cheap Show, um, uh, we have to bring up some important business. Um, you may have heard of a Channel 4 show starring Noel Edmonds called Cheap, 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 which is a comedy game show about people choosing uh, the cheapest items. And, and it's basically, all right, it's basically sounds like Channel 4's version of The Price of Shikes. Now, no idea is original, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I'm not saying... Channel 4 have stolen from Cheap Show. They wouldn't know of us. I, I get it. It's fine. It's just um, I need to have a chat with Noel Edmonds because I spoke to him uh, about this a few years ago and uh, told him about Cheap Show. So basically, I might get a phone number off a contact of mine uh, for Noel Edmonds. I'm just calling him now. Um, so let me just dial his number. Okay, I know it's a bit early, but I'll see if he picks up. <clears throat> Noel, hello, morning, Noel. Before you say anything, mate, uh, I just want you to listen. Just, I just want to have a talk, mate, all right? Your new show on Channel 4, Cheap, 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 it's uh, really similar, isn't it, to what we do on Cheap Show? And uh, Eli and I are just a little bit pissed off about that because when we told you about the format of Cheap Show a few years ago when we were at your Noel's house orgy, Remember you invited us to that? Yeah? Well, um, you said at the time the idea was shit. And you said don't bother pitching it around because no one's going to take it. And now you're doing it on Channel 4. So, you know, I mean, look, whatever. But I just wanted to tell you that I think what you've done is bang out of order, mate. All right? I've got a message for you. Oh, oh you're going to tell me cheap, cheap, cheap is a completely original idea? Actually... I created this show. Sorry, what? I do not get paid a penny to do this show. I decided, no fee, I wanted to put my heart and soul into it because I want to fight people like you. Like me? Why? Because I think you're at the heart of what is wrong with this country. No, you're wrong, mate. I know I'm right. Right? Why are you being a dickhead about this? Because you're sneering at what we're doing here. Sneering? No, I'm not sneering. No, I'm just fucked off about the fact that you said Cheap Show was shit and now you're doing a show called Cheap, Cheap, Cheap. You're the one that's getting angry and excited about this. I can't remember feeling this angry and I've never been this angry. Angry? How do you think I feel? I want to end this on an up note. I know this country really is in a shocking state. Noel? Noel? Oh, the bastard's hung up. Right, well, there you have it. I'm sorry you had to hear that, but I just wanted to try and get some kind of explanation from Noel Edmonds. Apparently, he doesn't want to do that, so, um, fine. Without any more ado, then, let's kick off episode 50. Come on, Paul. I'm taking pictures. Yeah. Then I have to do it later. You confuse pictures with the piss. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'll right. just do a normal intro and then I'll introduce you and you introduce our guests. Yeah. yeah. So, okay? Yeah. Right. Is that rolling still? Yes! Yes, behave yourself. <laughs> oh, fucking my fuck. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, make him laugh, my mother said. Make him laugh. Right. With that in mind. With what in mind? I don't know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, introducing our 50th episode tonight is... It's not our 50th episode tonight. It is. Feels like it. Feels like it. I'll make it longer. Oh, you're not doing the intro. I'm going to be doing the intro. <laughs> okay. For you to get I do the intro. I'm Don't try and introduce you. my fucking intro. I'm introducing Going you. cold. That's why it's called the intro I do it, okay? Right. 
This will be the whole. Give me a countdown from five, yeah? Right, yes. Give me a countdown from five with your fingers. Can I give five, four, and then I'll go five, four, three. Yeah. Why not just now? Why not just straight away? No, because I need to. You need to find a moment. There is a process. There is a process. Oh, shit. Ready? Silence. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, get it all out. Is it recorded? No, I don't know. <laughs> Almighty. This is the best episode yet. Yeah, it is. <laughs> right. Five, four, three. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, right? It's a fact of cheese so you're gonna have to fucking accept. Noodle time. Tails from the dance floor. special episode today. It's number five zero, the big five zero fifty. Yes, it's Cheap Show. I'm Eli Silverman. Here is the co-host. After all these years, he's still here. It's Paul Gannon, everybody! <laughs> yeah, whoa. In the house. Cheap Show 50, five zero. Cheap Show five zero. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I'm doing the whole thing now. Don't da, do da, the whole thing. Da, Shut up, or you won't get a nice intro. <laughs> so, hello, yes, that was Paul, was and uh, hello, <laughs> hello, everybody. This is episode. Dialed <laughs> down all of a sudden. <laughs> episode fifty. Paul, we've got special guests here today. Yes, we are recording in the living room to the ante room of the House of Pickles, so that's why it's a little bit echoey, because it's not acoustically treated. I want to get that straight out of the way, so no one complains about the sound quality of this, a show called Cheap Show. How dare you? How dare you accuse (laughs) me? No one's complaining. We're all friends. Has anyone complained about the the sound quality of the Cheap Show? Apart from the live ones? uh, No, not really. Well, shut up! Stop being self-flagellating, then. You're like, oh, just before we start, if you'd like to... Because people might listen to this and then then go, I'm not listening to this shit. I'd just like to say, I've got my balls in this huge vice-like thing, which I bought abroad, and I'm tightening it as we speak. So if just... Yeah? 
I mean, I don't think sound quality is going to be the issue we have. No, quality. <laughs> During the show. <laughs> well, if you keep leaning back, no one's going to hear your witty bon mots, are they? So whatever. I don't care. Uh, anyway, joining us for this 50th episode spectacular is occasional co-host in the flesh. This is the first time you've been in the flesh for one of these episodes, isn't it? Um, I've done live shows with you. Okay, they count. But not a stu- I say studio, but... Yeah, not a, I've not done a studio a, a, Let me Let me say yeah. that in a way that's more exciting and better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, occasional co-host uh, appearing for the first time in a studio episode. Oh, it's yeah. Ash Friff, everybody! Hello. Not down the line from the South End Seaside. No, not at all. Actually from in the room. He's here, he's in the room. So, uh, lick your lips about that, everybody. Now, <laughs> we've also got another special guest. First time in the studio... Now. But he was there in the inception of this very pod. It's Richard Sandling! Richard Sandling! So, are you both regretting coming all this way for another ropey episode of Cheap Show? No, I got a lovely cup of tea from Eli. Yeah. Like, genuinely top draw cup of tea. And he didn't just, it wasn't just he knocked up a cup of tea. Yeah. He made a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Mate, I don't fuck around. Some people do tea, Eli is tea. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Are you I proud don't of that? Around. No, you, know, you don't. But I hate going to someone's house and yeah. you go, they go, you want a tea, and they give you some fucking abomination, and you can't say anything. It's like I'd rather fucking die. Because when people go, oh, I don't it's gonna be good. I don't make tea. Like, well, learn. It's fucking tea. Yeah. How yeah. hard is it How? to ingrate? Like, Are you? It's British? not a life skill that's difficult to main to master. No. Also, Eli asked if we wanted tea before we were even inside the property. That big tick for me straight away. We're walking. We're walking into the building. You said you want a cup of tea. Yeah, it was very polite of you. Yeah. You've been on form. Well, there's know. no catch coming. There's no jab in the back. It's uh, also a not a tramp, am I? No. Not a tramp. Wasn't wanking when no. they arrived, was I? No, no, no. What? No, you were. Uh... I mean, you were late coming down to let us in. So goodness knows what you were finishing yeah. up. No, I had to. I had to. He was but, finishing uh... off me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we get every show started. I need to detense. And Eli has a special way of working with Shaft. Is it which... that power thing you were talking about before? The... <laughs> it's the power bottom, yeah. It's a power bottom. Power move. <laughs> um... <laughs> Was that an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression yeah, you've been hiding exactly. for 49 episodes? Doesn't he, say power moves in... Doesn't he say power moves in one of his films? Don't know. Anyway, so I just want to do, uh, use this opening moment to say thank you to a few people. Right, okay. who help us on our way making this show. So, first of all, I do want to actually thank the comedy club in Camden. You know, upstairs above the Camden Head, the one in actual Camden, because they took us on. We were doing the Uncleakables at the very start, which is where Sandling... used to be Liberty's Bar. It used to be Liberty's Bar, and Years then ago. was originally called Camden Head, but and then changed to Liberty's Bar, and then changed back. Why do they do that? Think of the amount of gigs people have missed because of that one thing. Yeah, remember that audience that went to the one in Angel to come and see our show? Yeah. They booked 20 tickets and then went to Angel. Thousands of them, weren't there? Yes. And they were all rich. Yes. And they all were in the industry, sort of, you know. They were... They were looking for something to spunk money on. Yeah. We could have been spunked on. Every time you hear about riots in London, it's nothing to do with race or class. It's people not knowing which Camden head to go. <laughs> Paul and Eli <laughs> review tat. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so I wanted to thank them because they took us on. They would have asked, they would have had us, we were going to record this episode there in a kind of our oh, nostalgia thing, but I couldn't be fucked. Um, also, <laughs> I mean, but, this was a ball, I Paul, just put Paul, this together Paul, and look Paul. at this. You know, there's behind the curtain and then yeah. there's layers behind the fucking curtain, yeah? This so outside the house, yeah. the window. Parked outside, yeah. binoculars. Uh, right, so I also want to thank Brian Wecht because he created our official 
Cheap Show theme from episode 20 odd onwards. Ooh. He was in a Game Grumps and he's in Ninja Sex Party, a very funny band. And um, another one about video games, Star, Star Bomb. Star, Star Bomb. Bomb. Yeah, so thank you to Brian for delivering that music. Uh, who else? Uh, he also was in episode two, uh, one or two, I think. I was with him in one episode we did. Yeah, the Crackers game. That's where I nicked it for Barshans. Always on the Rob. I'm a scouser. Uh, and finally, I wanted to thank Paige Branson, who redesigned our logo when it was just the coffee say and the, and the print. She was the one who added the anime for us, and I don't think we ever properly um, thanked them properly. Well, that's great. It is. So good. you say thank you to Paige and Brian right now. Thank you, Paige. Thank you, Brian. No, don't do it like Johnny Depp did it with the dogs. <laughs> I'm not doing <laughs> it. Like I'm not doing it. Do it with emotion. Okay, what emotion do you want me to show? Can you show? I'm not sure which one is Johnny Depp, though. No. Edit that out. I'm Depp. I'm Depp. He's He's fucking Yeah, you're you're the wife abuser. I'm happy with that. Well, you're the abused wife. I'm happy with that. Doesn't doesn't work. That doesn't work. I take it back. Anyway, so what emotion shall I portray when I'm Jubilant. <laughs> what they? What's she called again? Paige. Paige yeah. Branson. And oh Brian yeah, he West. really does care. Paige. What's her name again? Sorry, Paige. Paige Branson. Thank you. And you, Brian Wet. Thank you so much. Why, don't say wet like you're moving phlegm just, from what, your throat. I'm saying his name correctly. Well, yeah, but you said it with aggression, so it came up kind of a bit harsh. You sound like a scouser. Wet. Edit that out. Right. So, um, thank you to Brian, thank you to Paige, and thank you to Cameron. I'm looking anyone? forward to finding out how many times we'll edit that out. Is kept in the yeah, show. Yeah, all of them. They're all. He staying. never edits anything. I do. How fucking dare you? Fifty-five hours of podcast I've edited. How much editing have you done on this fucking show ever? Well, you could ask, how much creative input have you put into the show? Either? It's the same answer to how long have you edited for? Nothing. How much sheer genius? <laughs> Hello, it's internet pornographer Stuart Ashen here, recording a little message for the anniversary episode of Peep Show, Cheap Show. In many ways, Peep Show is a tragic podcast, and I don't just mean for those listening to it. Its very fabric is woven from the ability to turn human failure into laughter. But the real tragedy is that of co-host Paul Gannon. He's the taller one. Cursed simultaneously by two separate rabid gypsy ladies, Paul is now forever haunted by a grotesque spectre of despondency. Or Eli Silverman, as it's commonly known. Constantly shadowed by this noodle-obsessed wraith, Paul's only hope of escape lies in engineering a multidimensional containment unit to trap Eli. This is why Ghostbusters is less a movie and more of a way of life for him. So on this auspicious day, spare a thought for the only tragedy greater than the price of shite theme. Right, well, that's all the thanks out of the way. Yeah. Right, so now uh, I put a shout... You're welcome. Unnecessary. So I put a shout out on uh, the internet to do the Ask Cheap Show hashtag thing. Okay. For the 50th, let's get all lots of fans all excited and ask questions. I'm ready. There's not many noodle ones, so already that's a boon. Well, there will be plenty of noodles coming up in the show, everyone. Don't you worry. Is there, noodle, is there going to be noodle-based content? There's plenty of noodle content, despite Paul's. Full frontal noodle tea. Oh, <laughs> no. that's nice. <laughs> Actually, that is your Edinburgh show title. Eli uh, Silverman, full frontal noodle tea. I love yeah, that's, he just repeated what he said. I know. It's raining ramen. There you go. Uh, that's good as well. I'm yeah. That'd be the under, that'd be a secondary <laughs> heading. Yeah, yeah. 
Like the, the feed line. Yeah. Great work. You can just go write the show now. <laughs> what about noodles? Yeah, yeah. All right. Should we just do this whole show about noodles? Please? No. Right. So, first question is from Jordan McKellian or at Napalm Jam on Twitter says, Has Big Papa Hamster ever been caught? No, it was a misguided, funny, comical idea that I put together that had no comic value, was in bad taste, and misguided. No one ever liked. I see, so, 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 uh, what, so what? You've just totally just said the question, answered it, and we're moving on, are we? Yeah, Is that because what you're doing? Big Papa Hamster was about, a comedic mistake Can I talk on my about part. Big Papa Hamster? Well, Mr Napalm Jam obviously doesn't think so. Go on. He thinks Big Papa Hamster's got a fucking... A career. Why are you keeping that dream alive? Because I, I like Big Papa Hamster's work. A rapist, child-fondling mouse hamster. Is that anything to do with <laughs> Wee Papa Girl rappers? No. <laughs> with a brand new Pashan on a dancehall style we rule. Major uh, Day Badon play. He, uh, he did try to... He approached... His people approached the Wee Papa Girl rappers. But I think he was under the uh, impression that it was Wee Wee Papa oh. Girl rappers. And it was some kind of... Uh, urine golden showers style video idea that he had um so uh, so i tell you what um jordan we'll play along big papa hamster has been caught and he was executed and he's never coming back <laughs> i think that's fair i think i'm gonna bring him back no yeah i uh, think i will rhiannon you know scottish rhiannon yes oh hello she works on the isle of sky and she's going to canada <laughs> right anyway rhiannon asks did you guys ever think that Cheap Show would get as popular as it has? P.S. Congratulations <laughs> sorry, on 50. <laughs> From your... I let it go. I let it go. inverted commas? Yeah. <laughs> well, Rhiannon, no. No, we didn't, Rhiannon. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Do you mind I'm just about to respond in a demure and uh, uh, humble way? So what the demure question. is to you? Now you now now you're Bruce Forsyth. We've all just seen Elo's comfort. You wish, Rian. Rian. Look what you could have won, Rian. Cuddly toy. What's the top? Taking the bottom. Uh, it's come as a surprise to us all, especially Paul. Marvellous. It's marvellous to have so many fans and people asking questions, and it's a good way of promoting noodles. Right, okay. Thank you, Rihanna, for that question. Uh, Jared, aka Richie, pick one. <laughs> I know, yeah, there's like a massive. Two names. No. Paul, aka John. That's what old people do, though, isn't it? It's like, this is Doris, likes to be called Mabel. Oh, well, like, why? She's the auntie. Is she blood related? No. No, not at all. Some people like have abusive parents, so they hate the name they were given. Wow. Yeah, but if you're going to change. <laughs> yeah, but if you're like. You know what? I'm sick of having a name like Mabel. I'm going to call myself Doris. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's, yeah. that's completely meaningless. If you're like. They called me Moon Unit, so I'm going to call myself Steve. That makes some sort of yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I know, but you don't know what Mabel. Mabel might have been the sort of the safe word for when they let her out of the dungeon or something. <laughs> It's yeah, dark, isn't it? it's can you imagine, Mabel? This is why we're so popular, Rhiannon, because I have a dark, edgy edge. <laughs> edgy edge, dark my favourite of the edges. Right, Whoa. Eli's dark rim. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, good Edinburgh show again. Yeah, yeah. Dark rim. yeah. Jared asks, "What is the single best item you found at a charity shop and a car boot sale, respectively?" Also, Eli brand noodles possible? Thanks for that question, Jared. Richie. Uh, 
<laughs> stroke Richie. Yeah, don't stroke Richie. I don't Richie out of this. Leave him alone. Stroke me. The best item I've ever found in a charity shop. Yeah. I think I have to go back to this old stall world. Oh. It is my cassette version of the BBC Out of This World sound effects uh, record uh, with all the uh, radio. You look <laughs> strange right now. You're staring at me as if you think I'm going to end your sentence and it's not going to happen. Radiophonic workshop. They really, You've really got that? Yeah. And is it like copyright free because they released it on tape or is it... Well, I think... None of that was copyright free. You had to sort of license it. There was a whole system, wasn't well, there? I mean, they, to... they've sold, what they sold, what purpose have they sold it for? So you can reuse it, or is it? Yeah, for your home videos and stuff. I guess that's incredible. Yeah, it's a lovely item. So there's that, and a recent favourite. Yes. Featured on Barshans, darling. Is my um, who's that guy who does the uh, the racing oh. commentating? Oh, Nigel Mansell. He's no, Murray that's Walker. Murray Walker. Murray Walker. See, you got I've got a flexi impression. disc that was free with a magazine. Uh, engine problems with yeah. Harry oh, Walker. Oh, yeah, the sound of the... If that is a knocking distributor. That's yeah. a knocking head. And it all sounds slightly dirty. Slap piston. That's a, like a greased pinston hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a... You're all, you're all, your knockers are all furred up. What the... F- <laughs> These are problems. These are genuine problems that you can have in an engine. You've got, got furred up knockers. So it's like a flexi... <laughs> <laughs> Fall in Madonna with the big boobies. Um, got flex- shit in your carburetor. <laughs> Flexies are... Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, you, you like flexies, don't you? Uh, flexies, uh, for those people who don't know, yeah. uh, vinyl records used to come in a form called a flexi disc, which mm. was a very much cheaper, printed mm. on a, a flexi, hence mm. the name, flexible mm. piece of plastic. Mm. Um, but it would still play like a normal record, usually the quality. You mm. can see through them. You could do all sorts of design things with it. Yeah. They usually just gave them away cheap on the cover of a magazine. The engine problem flexi is another item, Jared. Do you reckon Thank that you. came on a magazine? Oh, for sure. It was like... Have you ever come on a magazine? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know, right? By the way, while I'm here, frothy cock. Oh, God. <laughs> right, so that's out of the way, the way I see it. No, there was another part of that question. Go on. Imagine, imagine being the guy. Imagine your ambition in life saying, you know what I want to do when I get older? I want to be the guy who sells hamburgers and hot dogs at car boot sales. <laughs> I bet that is my fortune. dream. I want to sell things that should be sold for £3.50 for £2 because no one's got any money. And because it's poison. It's essentially poison. Because I wash my hands at home before I leave and I'm in a field for seven hours. Uh, Did you wash your hands before you prepared this food? Yes. Yesterday. Yes. I've got hand sanitizer. I have washed my hands. If by washing your hands you mean holding my nuts, (laughs) then yes. Yeah. Right, so, good. That's that out of the way. Um, no, that's not that out of the we way. We need to get through all? these. It's quite a lot. Yes, I'd like was to a, be there was a reasonably... Tour. Yeah. There was a question, wasn't there, at the end of... Eli Brand Noodles, yes. You're talking question. about your Barry Norman pickled eggs. Yes. Pickled onions. Yes. Pickled Barry Norman now, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh It's much more popular than uh, Claudia Winkleman's mango chutney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love... Cla- <laughs> oh dear! I've never seen Ash look wistful before. Winkleman chutney, and his eyes went into the near distance. Winkle's chutney. Oh, right, so your noodle would be. It would be called uh, the Noodle Man, the Eli Noodle Man. What flavour? Range. I would have umami. Just one. Starburst. That would be one. Umami right. starburst. Then I'd have <laughs> fermented prawn. Tonkotsu firestorm. Yeah. Good, good, Paul. Yeah, I'm glad you're joining in with this. Thank you. Then I'd have... Impro. <laughs> <laughs> I throw to you, you throw back to me. 
professional comedy. Explosion. Yeah. Just one called Explosion. Okay, cool. Shut up now. Next one is Florian Barbarino. Florian Barino. Florian Barbarino. Uh, simply says, you've made it to 50 episodes. What are your future plans? Do you see yourselves doing 100? <laughs> we didn't see ourselves doing 50. We really didn't. But no. uh, I think we're going to get to 100 a lot quicker because we have. We're going to make 50 we, small episodes out of this. We've made a pledge to our donators on Patreon. Oh, and Patreon. Pa- Patreon. Patreon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Got it wrong, didn't I? Paul? Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm. Word salad. What was your pledge? To make three episodes a month. Yeah, and we've yeah. managed to just about achieve that. So, we can in fact yeah. give you the actual month and year when the 50th episode, 100th episode will And that out. is? Let me do the maths very quickly in my head. Go it on. It is... Da, 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 da. So what's, what's 50 divided by 3? 50 divided by 3 is 15. 16. This doesn't help me do the math. Boom. Go on. I'm sorry, Mr. Silverman. You failed the audition for Countdown. We're going to have to get someone else in. I could be in the corner. <laughs> you will be the naughty corner. Eli, right. what is the date for the hundredth? Just make that anything up. <laughs> Just make anything up. It'll be in February February of 2019. Right, great. That's right. too far. You know what? Make it Valentine's Day. Yeah. What's 12 times 3? No, it will be. In fact, I did. I intuitively <laughs> fucking got it right. With your mocking and your, your distractions, the brain's still working. <laughs> It's working, even on a subconscious level. I'm doing math. I genuinely don't know if 12, 12 times, times three, 3 is a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> or if he genuinely wants us to answer. But the thing is, it's yeah. still not the answer, is it? No, no. Because that That's just 36. Gives you, yeah, it gives you 36. What's the answer? You can't Weeks? just say 36. Four. So 36 will be this month next year, which is what month what are in you August. Saying? What does that mean? You're going all gunning on us. You've just said 36 will be this month next it's like year. Your reverse, that isn't a sentence. You're reverse engineering an 11 plus question. Yeah. <laughs> Ted and Margaret have got a blue dog, but Fred has a red dog. If Harry turns up, Mate, what colour is his cat? Have you seen how many questions we've got to 36. get through? Right, let's just end that one with 36 will be this month yeah. next year. Florian, the answer's 36. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. 36, so you do It doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Florian, all I can say, just to clear up any any, I can't answer your main question. But let me say, August next year, episode eighty six will be about this time next year, and that is a fact. That is a fact. Are you, are you planning to make more? <coughs> Florian, can, the we can we move on? Can we move on? Can we move on? Yes, come on, Paul. Right. I'll ask another bloody question. Michael Saunders says, Paul, what's your favourite noodle? Eli, who's your favourite Ghostbuster? I like pork. <laughs> you just made that up. You I don't like, even care. I do like pork noodles. Pork. <laughs> That's not a usual flavour of noodle. Tonkotsu is like basically a pork broth. That's true. Then I should say tonkotsu, right? Tonkotsu is uh, my favourite noodle. Okay. Who's your favourite Ghostbuster? Um, Egon. Good. Yeah. Next question. Oh, God, there's so many. 
I'll just. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, well, no, don't, don't be despondent. Don't be despondent. These are people who are listening. They yeah. like They're you. Don't be let's, upset let's, that let's, they give a shit, Paul. Yeah, power, I know. Let's power bottom through let's this. Power bottom, power bottom through, through this. this. Right. In trousers. Um, let's rip this up. Right. So Ryan Junior Shaw says, "Do you see Cheap Show ever coming to Birmingham, Manchester, or Liverpool?" Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Right, Stevie. No, yeah, that's uh, it. That's it. Yes. It's a simple answer. We'd like to, but we don't know how to make you that happen. Yeah. Please, so book us. please book us, find people come. who would want us to come, and we'll do it. Is the answer you give, Paul? Yes. Not yes, because that's that's not an answer. Thank you. That's a word. <laughs> Thank you. That's why you're here. Thirty-six. <laughs> right, it's thirty-six. Thirty-six. Right. Okay. Uh, watch Stevie at Stevie Kitty Cat says, "What's the priciest bit of tat you've ever bought, and is there anything you've bought cheap that was worth a lot?" I can say, I I think. The Viewmaster 3D thing. Yeah. How much did you spend on that? That was three quid. He wanted four. And I lied and said, but I've only got three. That was the priciest thing. That's a nice item. I've paid. Crossrail. It was a Crossrail, crossrail. Commemorative, yeah. commemorative viewfinder. Wow. To celebrate the opening of the London And it was train, in black crossrail with Crossrail network. logo on it. And everything. Yeah. I've sometimes from secondhand sort of charity shops got VHS tapes for free because they're like 25p and I didn't have anything smaller than a five and they're like, I can't bother <laughs> to change this to have it. Yeah. Not realising that it's probably worth like 20 quid. Really? Some, well, some stuff, you know, like yeah. not now because no one wants VHS but there's things which were like... There's a you know, Salvation Army near me, Salvation Army near me that has almost a complete wall of VHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a film on there I didn't know existed, starring Dustin, Ho- Dustin Hoffman. Uh, basically, it's called Agatha, about the story Agatha, of when she goes missing. It's Michael Apted, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they had that on VHS. Yeah, because she went missing for 11 days. So, you know, I was, it's a good story. Doctor Who found that was to do with bees. Right, so... What? We, no, we don't no, want to talk about Doctor Who. So. Week mm, yeah. Right, so... Have you bought anything that was cheap but cost a lot, Eli? Yeah, that... Um, Paolo Icomuni. <laughs> that sounds like a prostitute. I can't remember. Paolo, uh, this record. <laughs> right. Uh, by an Italian, Paolo. Have we played it on the show? No. We'll play it on a show. Yes. Anyway, it was 50p. Yeah. Worth at least 26 quid. But then I lost the picture sleeve whilst DJing. And it's my eternal chagrin. Um, and also, probably the most expensive piece of tat was that Space Age, Emerald, Rhythm, Japanese alarm clock. Oh, God, That yeah. was a tenor. That Doesn't was a work. lovely bit of an objet d'art, though. It's very nice. Very nice. Uh, I like right. Space Age stuff, in answer to your, your question. And wrap it up. Is that Florian or yeah. David? No, that was uh, Stevie. Stevie. Stevie, kitty cat. Um, um, uh, Eli, you are a smoker from Alex Walsh. I have heard that. That just you, sounds like a judgment, not a question. As I have heard you mention something about tobacco in a podcast, but I'm not sure. Not really a question. Am I a smoker? Is he asking? Yeah. Yes. I wish I wasn't. Shame. Alex, Shame. you had all Shame. the questions in the world and you went with that one. Jordan Baldry. They want to know about the new show of my life because they love me, Paul. That's why. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. So, Jordan Baldry says, What's the worst tale on the dance floor? And I'll fold this into our Tales from the Dance Floor segment of the show so we don't have to record it separately later. So, it's time for. Tales oh, we have from more the questions dance after floor. this? You just do a quick Tales from the Dance Floor, though, now. I'm not ready. I've got a whole Tales from the Dance Floor bit. In that case, Jordan, we'll just do that one instead. Yeah, wait um, for the later in the episode, Jordan. Thank Jacqueline you. Jacqueline Banks, what are your all-time favourite supermarket knockoffs? What's my all-time favourite supermarket knockoff? Yeah. like I'll tell you what it is. What? I used to work down by the uh, what was known as Ken's Bollock. Uh, the town hall, right in London, Ken's yeah. Bollock, yeah, the Gherkin. When he was mayor, he was known as Ken's Bollock. Yeah, you know the one I mean. Um, down there, they have an M and S. 
<laughs> right. Okay. I used to work there and I'd go and they'd have super reductions there, mate. I once bought like three steaks, like sirloins they were, yeah. and large sirloins, and it was they were fifty page. They were reduced, you know, these are like eight pound items. They were reduced and I was I went bananas. Did and you? I bought all sorts of stuff. And that was bananas? Great, I had a great score that day, but then uh, over the months you'd go at that time, people started to clock but it. Is you know this, what I mean? There was there used to be huddles and like, people ask, with several baskets full of shit. Can I ask, have I just encountered your happiest memory ever? It seemed like his eyes lit up. I've never seen his eyes that alive before. <laughs> it's good to buy cheap steak, isn't it? Meat is murder though, do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, he talked to a vegetarian. Uh, okay, with me it was the oldie version of the Nestle Crunch Bar. They have their own version, you know, chocolate with rice crisps on the bottom. Oh my fucking god, it's Mate, so nice. All these strong on chocolate. Thirty six p. Audis and Lidl's used to do. They have these like sort of like four tiny bars in a sort of four or five tiny yeah. bars and a thing that rests like one twenty five or ninety p mm. or something. I can't they used to have one which was praline. Oh, well, they don't seem to do that anymore. Neither do they have like you have white chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, white chocolate, and like one with biscuits in it. But the prime one seems to have gone. I don't know where it's gone, and I want it to come back. If you're listening it to me, Adam, I want it to come back. Praline. Praline. More to praline, more praline. Praline is a lovely more thing. More praline. Isn't it? You get all these these salted caramel. Yes. Yeah, stop your americana. Give us praline. Praline, you hipster is... bastards. Yes. Okay. Next question. Marvelous mirth. You know, marvelous mirth. He's a guy who did our app, which has been updated as of this recording, so you can download it now to only Android phones, but you can get it. Um, worst fan experience, he asks. It's it probably was you. It was, it was, it you, was mate. you, mate. It was you, mate, coming to our buddy show. Pissed off your head. Completely pissed. Completely pissed. I'm, I'm, and then dropping a, a beetle on the floor that someone had paid money to, and just swearing, doing that kind of heckle, you know? Just swearing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But you yeah. then did do your own app. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. swings and roundabouts. Swings and roundabouts. Yeah. <laughs> right. Was that the worst heckle we've had? Yeah, it was, I think. Really? Yeah. I don't know. That was the worst heckle we've had. We haven't done that many live shows. And it's hard to know we're for heckling when you do shows at Comic-Con because it's like a huge air shelter with a big booming and it's just all a bit weird. The worst heckle we had from the last Comic-Con was the show in the next room. Just We could just hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Martin Harder asks... Is what? that an instruction or is that a... Well, can I ask the question before you is, immaturely, is immaturely jump in? <laughs> yeah. Martin, oh, he's a power bottom. Yeah. Um, he asks, grow up, he asks, what's the strangest place either of you have put your penises? <laughs> oh, I see. Mr. Yeah. Harder. Harder. Uh, so, Aren't you funny uh, on Facebook? The strangest place I've ever put my penis? Um, in a lady. That's not strange. It's rare. <laughs> There's a subtle difference. No it's, a, no, it's a big difference. Scare, scarcity and strangeness. I've totally seen you guys grow over because you didn't say on a tramp's face. Mm. And I feel like that you've both grown up over 50 episodes. Disappointing. Disappointing. Yeah. We've mellowed. The edge um, is gone. What have I done with my junk? Oh. <laughs> I have put it in a raw chicken. Oh, yes. what's Why? wrong with you? It was not erect. And I was acting at the time. So there's the little caveat to that. Acting? I, I did a... Acting uh, up. I mean, I did, yeah. I've, read, I mean, I've read a lot of plays. <laughs> I did an experimental video for the BBC mm. about a year and a half ago. And it involved it was you fucking a chicken. They were t- testing out this interactive um, technology. And it was sort of a cooking show. And at one of the options ended up with me fucking the chicken. Oh. I had to get naked. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, had the, I literally I had saw it. You saw it. So, uh, it's true. Yeah. yeah. So, beat that. 
anyone here. I don't want to. I don't. I mean, Meat my... is murder. Meat rape is murder <coughs> yeah. rape, mate. All right. I will answer that. That's the name of the video. I, I will answer that. Dog's mouth. And we'll move on. <laughs> okay. No one needs to know we'll anything on. about that. Vin Fort, who are on his podcast. I, mean, I you, wish uh, I could join in this ago. conversation. Hello. Hello. It's incredibly pedestrian. <laughs> so Vin uh, tweeted in to say, in 50 episodes, what's the grimiest, filthiest cheap eats? And uh, he looks forward to more noodles and Ghostbusters talk. What's the worst cheap eats we had? What's, I think, honestly, the squ- I mean, I can only guess, but judging by your reaction, the squid flavored jelly bean. Yeah, that was any of the jelly beans. They are disgusting. Jelly bean. And also, anything fish based is a real touch and go, isn't it? Not that I've done the, the podcast, but whenever I've had, yeah. you go to like a Korean or a Japanese restaurant or shop, you go, oh, that looks incredible. I'll have the prawn snack because I like skips. <laughs> <laughs> and then you realise that. Uh, there's a certain sadism to the flavouring <laughs> that is not about yeah, enjoyment. No, my friends were saying they had to, uh, some authentic Thai food the other day and it was like they have a kind of uh, fermented shrimp paste that yeah. they use and they said it was a bit too much of it. It was a bit, yeah, like death mouth. Sort of death like, mouth? Yeah, sea death mouth. Ooh. Oh. It's basically eating garlic to try and get rid of the I think the taste. worst thing was the fish sausage. Yeah, which you didn't know was a fish sausage and could have killed me if I'd eaten oh, it. Oh, God. I'm oh, I'm sorry fish. for concerning about my life. I'm allergic to fish. Read vaginophobic. <laughs> it's a massive leap. I can tell you now, I am a massive fan of vaginas. Okay. And, when, and when I when I meet one, we get on famously. Oh, okay. All right? Yeah. All you need to fucking worry about, All mate, right. is that me and a fanny, we're like best of okay. friends. Driving Miss Daisy. I don't doubt it. I don't know why I dropped that film reference in. It felt appropriate. I don't doubt it. Fish sausage, you answered your question. Fish oh, sausage. That's it. Oh, that's it. There's a few oh, more, but I skipped them because I want to save them for a proper a episode. A saucy song. A saucy song. Is this not a proper episode? No. This is all a dream. But Paul, are you, are you going to... I'm not recording any Get in a half. Get in a half. No. Put this in the bin. No. All right, good. <laughs> right, we're going to move swiftly on. Hello. This is Brian from Ninja Sex Party and Game Grumps. I'm just here to congratulate my all-time favorite podcast, Chap Show, on 50 episodes. I love tuning in every week to hear the chaps, Alan, Dave, talk about chap stuff and chap topics. So, congratulations on 50 episodes, Chap Show, and thanks for having me be a part of it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for this 50th episode special, it wouldn't be Cheap Show without... Tales from the Dance Floor! Tell us from the dance floor, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us a tale from the dance floor. Tell, you yeah, dance tell floor. us it. That was such top. a great... For the 50th, such a lovely introduction. Thank you. Subtle, no, boring, thank you. dry, emotionless, I do it, it hollow. Like it. I, like I liked it. it. Just just because it adds a bit of professionalism, you seem to dislike it. <laughs> we should always have them here, Paul. Fuck <laughs> always. Okay, so in a perfect world, neither of you would be here. Either of you, neither, or both. All three. Three. I, Thrice of you. Thriver. We're not here, Paul. Thriver. This is all just in your head. That Thriver. That doesn't surprise be, me. You know like, what? There should be a word. Split. This is basically split, the podcast <laughs> version of split. This is Fight Club. <laughs> there should be a word for neither, but with three. Thriver, I'm saying. Thri- three. That's my first. Uh, three, though. Neither. Neither oh, of you will get through. Neither of you. Yeah, all right. Very good. We've Nithry. got it. So Hashtag listen. Neither. Hashtag copyright. Yeah. So, for t- Tales from the Dance Floor. Today, 
Right, um, was that Indian impression we'll start necessary? With positive. We'll yeah. start with something positive. Oh, well, bugger me. Okay. A positive tells from the dance floor. I've shit me kecks, gov. So, the other night I was DJing. I won't mention the name of the spot, but... Why are you looking smug telling this story? <laughs> I'm just getting into it. All right, okay. All right. It's a very exciting um, night. Mm. I, I DJ in between the bands. In between the bands. So the first band came on, and I'm outside having a fag. Having a fag. And uh, the manager comes up to me and goes, Eli... They're a bit slow. What I need what you to band? do... Yeah. Like remedial? No. <laughs> like, I think, I think come meant, on, they don't know how to play. Underpowered. Oh. I think he meant the overall, yes, the overall temp, tempo of the songs. Okay, right. And it was Saturday night, and he was uh, afraid mm-hmm. that everyone would leave after the band, which happens when you get a low-energy band in that place. So yes. He said to me, Eli, I need you to really smack them with it as soon as the band <laughs> finishes. He said... Play three Bobby Dazzlers in a row. <laughs> okay? You have it, And then he also said, put the pressure on a bit more. He said, and I'll look at the audience 10 minutes after they finish. If they're all still there, then you're doing your job. All right. So, wow. but that's impossible because almost they would have made their minds up well before you would even start playing your set. So, well. But the idea being that a DJ of the calibre of Eli yes. will, through musical choice, be able to keep people... That's the whole, that's the whole point of having a DJ yeah. like Eli on, is that you keep the vibe... You re- it's like having an MC on after a terrible act. Yeah. The MC goes back on and raises the level of the room. It is my job. However, you are I was slightly, the MC. I, I, I was slightly irked. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, that's what I do anyway. That's what I try and yeah, yeah. you know play tunes that everyone likes. That's my job, mate. It's my job, mate. Yeah, I'm you almost right. shouldn't notice that I'm doing this because it's seamless. And you know effortless. what I mean. But he's yeah. obviously scared. You know, he wants the night. Of your to go masculinity. Well. He wants the night to go well. Play three Bobby Dazzlers. I also didn't like his use of Bobby Dazzler to refer to a tune because mm. it sounds too much like Bobby Davro to me. <laughs> Play three Bobby Davros. <laughs> yeah. Imagine I had misheard him and I quickly downloaded the. I Bobby bet he has Davro got an album discography. as well. So I was slightly irked by that for but, a price. But today, <laughs> but today, I got a little text from the promoter who said that the manager had said I did really well. Oh, oh nice so story. nice! I was hoping what the three, you did too well. What were the three Bobby Dazzlers? I played uh, the uh, what's that song called? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? When you DJ for a while, a thing that happens is you just look at the record. You're not even like cognizant of the name of the record or the artist. You know, yeah. it's that one. You know what I mean? You just look at the label. It's that one. So this is... Sounds like a lie. Hmm. <laughs> what's that one? Yeah, that really good one, isn't it? Yeah, that's, what's that one with the music? That sounds like... What's it go like? Oh, God. I can't even remember how this it goes. This segment's falling apart, mate. <laughs> You've ruined this. Anyway, the, the second 50th. tune I played was Land of a Thousand Dances by Wilson okay. Pickett. And then I played... Shout. Um, no. Shout you say for later, because that's a proper dazzler. It's uh, a proper L- Bobby Dazzler. Lulu's shout. Yeah. Um, you you yeah. want to play Lulu's shout when they've already started to put their arms in the air and yeah. wave them about. It's not a dance buttons. floor filler. It's a dance mm. floor killer. It's a, yes, thank, thank you. you. It's not not something to bring them on. They want to be on already. Yeah. Warmed up. The juice is flowing. The dance <laughs> floor juice is flowing yeah. already. And then and you then, fuck them. Then you fucking... You fuck them with shout. Yeah. You power bottom them with shout. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I played... The, the, is it called the Ring Ring Song? The ring. Bell Song? Ring Ring Bell Song? The Ring Ring Bell Song. The wheels on the bus go round ring, and round, ring, round, round and... Come on, if you played that right between two Bobby Dazzlers, 
The ring, ring bell. And the third song, I think, is Do You Like Good Music by oh, Arthur Conley. Nice. Yeah, which is, works. Okay. So, there they are. Anyway, that was a little positive thing. Yeah. And a girl came to me at the end of that night. She said, can you play Reet Petit, Petit by Jackie Wilson? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I can. Yes, wow. I'm, I'm happy to help you there. And I'm in no way going to smirk at you or be in any way negative about this. I played it. It went down. Brilliant. And then she came and she asked for another one. Band of Gold by Frida Payne. Did you then tell her to fuck off? No, I played that. What? This is unheard of. Two requests. Genuinely unheard Eli's of. Eli's got a twinkle in his eye. I know. Two requests. And then... He does. He looks younger. Everything that's been building up has been yeah. aging him. I think you might be Bobby Dazzler. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Hello, ladies and gentlemen. At the I'm end, Bobby I played Dazzler. a song and she came up and said, What's that? What was... <laughs> What's that, that? That came on by accident. I'm sorry. So, and she said, what was that song? Which is the ultimate, uh... Come on, Mike. Yeah. Well, I wish it wasn't. Ah. It's a compliment, though, to a DJ of go, oh, I haven't heard that before. What is that song? You and know, what I was need, it? I need this It's the uh, theme to Cheers. That was I'm a, I'm a Good Woman by... <laughs> I Could Be So Good For You by Dennis <laughs> Waterman. <laughs> that was it. Ain't much to do is the way so that you do it. For you. <laughs> but, on the negative side... Oh, no. Now let's go to. No. You should have started on the negative no. and ended let's on the positive. The, the dark side of. I'm pills. so up. I don't want to be down. No, don't worry. This is this will really bum you out. So. <laughs> oh no. will bum me out. The <laughs> dark side of tales from the. <laughs> right. There's a song out by Justin Bieber now. Do you know what this song is called? No. Nope. Yes, it's called Despacito. And no, I had Despacito. in two nights, I had about five requests for Despacito. Even though I'm in a. An old school soul and funk and R and B. Even Justin yeah. Bieber doesn't play Despacito because you know he doesn't what? actually know the words. That's uh, true. And Despacito. And this, and this was asked unironically. Yeah, they're just like, "Can you play Despacito?" And they had a real hunger for Despacito in their eyes. Is it like, Aberish? It sounds like an Abba song. Do you know what it is? La, 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 la Despacito. It's it's a la shameless, Bamba. cynical as all fuck um, attempt. Not even attempt. Successful attempt. To break into the Latin American market. It's the Ricky Martin thing. Yeah, because it and worked out worked. well for These Ricky people, Martin. They were Spanish, a lot of the girls asking for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. play... Hello. Play the... <laughs> can you play? <laughs> Despacito. Despacito, please. Oh, please, please. Can you play, Eli? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so... Uh, so okay. His next song is completely in Chinese. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's obviously so I kept I, I was like no I'm not going to play Despacito I already knew about it because right. one of my DJ friends pre warned me that he has to fucking play it at least I'm in the kind of venue where I you know I'd lose my job if I played it I couldn't play it but can I to end this start- no we're not ending it now because okay. I'm still talking I've got an aside before I get too far I've just found Bobby Davro sings your song so I just want to play a little bit of that. Oh my god, he's singing it in the silence. It's weird though, isn't it? Because when he does impressions, he signifies it by putting a different hat on. That doesn't come across when he's singing. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the best bit. Oh. He sounds like he's heavily sedated on morphine. I think he might be heavily sedated. I think he I think he's getting Elton John confused with Joe Longthorne. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, 80s reference there that a lot of the audience anyway your negative story so that was pretty negative we needed the Davro break I had to say no and they gave me that look that that people do when they ask for something and you don't you sort of go fucking no way yeah you know my mouth was saying no sorry but my face was saying fucking who (laughs) who the fuck are you yeah who the fuck are you that's what my voice was saying fuck off out of here so you didn't play Justin Bieber but it it's it prompted me to actually go and check out Despacito, and, and it was several degrees worse than I thought it was going to. It's a fucking unbearably shit, cynical, he horrible record. He genuinely can't play it live because he doesn't know the words. Really? I yeah, don't yeah, think it can be any worse than the Rihanna song Work, which I heard recently. And it's not even, a, there's not even a tune or music or words. She just has like a four-year-old mumbling. Richard has officially just become middle-aged. It's true. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not even. It's not even noise. It's not even. It's not even. It's not even. It's not even anything to it. Yeah, it's just noise, isn't it? Not even. It's not even interesting enough to be noise. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new segment of Cheap Show. Old men complain about modern music. So, Despacito, honestly, Paul, though. Despacito, you, you, you'd lie, Paul. <laughs> you'd lie, Paul. So now you're re- referencing. Racist goon songs, yeah. Actually, I was trying to reference ABBA in Chicken Tikka, Little Lipo. That's what I. That's what I thought the song was for the long time. Chicken Tikka. That's what I thought the song was for the long longest time. You know, you're not asleep now. (laughs) You're awake. What's the difference? Like if I stab you, nothing will happen to me in the real world. In real life, I will. So if I right now stab you, no, I will hurt. There'll be no effect because this is a dream. I bleed. I hurt. Okay. So everyone. Um, so don't ask for Despacito, everyone, if you're in the wrong venue, okay? And in, in fact, don't ask for it anywhere. It makes you look uncool. It makes you look uncool. And Eli don't like that. He don't like uncool. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you wow. ask for rumours by Fleetwood Mac instead. Yeah, that's, that's a close second. Anyway, <laughs> but I told you, I mean, I must have done it on one other the dance floor, but someone asked for Fleetwood Mac and then said, my friend died four years ago. <laughs> And we're all here to celebrate or whatever, to, you know, mourn. Yeah. And you won't play that song. And gave me a look like I'd fucking killed her. <laughs> Is it my fault for not owning a copy? Yeah. Like, Fuck you. Right. <laughs> you know what? You can go your own way, mate. <laughs> oh. No. No, don't do Sorry. that. Sorry. Wasn't worth that. Too much. So what's coming up next, Paul? <laughs> Oh, well, uh, hello, uh, this is uh, me, John, from the uh, Unexplainers, or sometimes known as Eggsy from GLC, in the uh, ooh, 50 episodes of the uh, the, the Cheap Show, um, 50, sort of one more than 49, and one less than 51, great stuff, um, can I go, can I go, can I go now? It's now time to go back to Paul Gannon's Throth Shop. Ooh. Ding-a-ling-a-ling, entering the Throth Shop. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's yeah. our new jingle. Oh, hello, Mr. Paul. Mr. Gannon. Hello. hello. No, don't, you're not going to be creepy. Hello. Welcome to he my... He's going to be creepy. Welcome to my Throth Shop. can't not be creepy. What have we got in the Throth Shop This on this special 50th episode of Cheap Show? Speak like a, speak like a child. Speak like a child to me. I like oh. the... Throth, the um, <laughs> 
I imagine. Oh, you two here. Yeah? It's Sorry. got a polished wooden counter. Mr. Cannon, Mr. Cannon, <laughs> tell me what is in your froth shop. Can you play Disposito, please? In my froth shop. In behind you in the froth shop, is it jars of... Jars. jars yeah, of yeah, yeah. Might, Do you have a little whiskers? Do you have whiskers? No. no it's not a no. tickler shop. Ah, um, a little fanny tickler. I'm completely yeah. bald. Okay. He's a whistles when he talks. <laughs> Welcome to his oh, froth no. shop. <laughs> Is somebody, <laughs> somebody, does this, someone sound like a bird? <laughs> oh, please, Mr. Paul, Mr. Cannon, please. This is officially the creepiest moment. From 1995, no shopkeepers will ever look like oh, this. Mate, I want this to be a dream so bad. <laughs> Paul, what no. have we got in the frost shop? Today. <laughs> Stop it. I can see your penis. No. <laughs> Let me dip dab your sherbet. <laughs> Fuck off! Oh, come on! Come on! You behave! You behave! You behave! Do I have to leave the shop? Have I right. to get spanking again? Yes. Right. Don't wait to put the microphone down. Oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> come on, get it Why out. Put the microphone <laughs> in the froth shop. Oh, Mr. Gannon, I've heard good things about the froth shop. Yes, well, the froth shop is now open. Oh, this and is good. It's going to be super good. Alice Clark. Has to one Kugelschreiber. Hold on, I'm, you've done German. Germans don't have I'm going to do um, Japanese. I'm going to be a Chinese guy. Yeah, go on, do that. <laughs> Hello, I've studied for quite a long time in England, but I am. Oh, oh, very, ooh, very good. I spent a lot of time in international schools. I'm actually Malaysian. <laughs> Get it out. Right, Paul. it is time for froth shop. Now, last time we were at the froth shop, we bought a load of Bobby's uh, sweets, didn't we? Uh, a, a large selection of sweet candies for a cheap price. Uh, fizzy orange and lemon and lime sherbet little sweets. Yes. This is my voice now, I think, I okay. believe, for this sweet shop. Uh, also, I believe in our sweet shop, we tackled some creamy chocolate bars. A bit too creamy. Strawberry milkshake didn't agree with me. How did it agree with you? I didn't like it very much. No. Strawberry laces, tip top though. What, what? And finally, we also had some horrible double dares jelly beans, which were quite repulsive. But intentionally... They weren't bobbies though, were they? They, they turned out they were. They are bobbies, but uh, it's like the other brand that makes that kind of stuff. Really? Yes. Nobbies. Nobbies. So we went back to Bobby's and we've decided to review their cut price budget potato crisps. Wow. I'm guessing there'll be some maize based snacks as well. Well, spoilers alert, yes. Um, What we got first then? Here we go. First one out is we're going to start with a classic. It's Bobby's Big Snack Onion Rings, 39p. Oh, I love I love a shit onion so ring. So do I, genuinely do. Shit onion rings, shit frazzles. So let's pick one each and go round. You take one, one up. <laughs> for now, for now. For now. Just leave these over here right. me and Frit. I've got a whole feeling they're all ending there. They'll all be vegetarian, won't they? So let's yeah. uh, say they're both vegetarian. Well, that's excellent news. Vegetable. Let's describe this now. It's a classic sort of uh, maize-based onion ring, uh, but they're quite orangey. Mm. Very orangey aroma. And they've got quite... Not an orangey aroma, is uh, it, Paul? It's oniony. Oniony. Yeah. Sorry. And um, we're waiting to eat, and... Uh, there we go. Oh, good crunch. Got a very good the crunch. The texture's very good. Good texture, good smell. Good, I like... Good first, good first impression. Yeah. Can I say oh. something outrageous? I like a sli- slightly stale... Texture. So it's a little bit kind of um, chewy. Yeah, yeah. These cheap ones are very good for that. Going a bit soft, is you like it with a bit soft? You like it a bit soft in the mouth. That is a good onion ring. It's very nice. It's a very good onion ring. Yeah. 39p from Bobby's or any good sweet shop, uh, especially uh, Paul Gannon's Throff Shop, where I stack all the things that we eat on this show. um, You know, this reminds me if my girlfriend goes away, 
and my eyes are bigger than my belly because I'm not. There's not a lot of like horrible food, like bad junk food in the house. She goes away. I buy ice cream. I buy them. I buy mm. bags of sweets. Mm. And like an hour after she's left, I can't eat it anymore, and I'm full of regret. And then when she comes back, I'm hungry for all that stuff again. Ah. What a wonderful tableau. Yeah. So, summing up, what did you think of that onion ring? Uh, absolutely tip top. Very nice. They're very nice. nice. For 4TP, that'd be like, you can't, you can't know, I'll say you can't argue, but it's. I know. think, like, if that was, because I've had good quality onion ring crisps, yes. that, to just me, is just as good, yeah. genuinely. So I'm going to rate it out of five. There's give texture, it... there's substance to it. Do you yes. know what I mean? It's not just like... It's got a crunch. It's, it's got, got a very, it's not a very uh, pleasing, oniony flavour. It's not all air, no. like a lot of things are. They'll just be sort of high, essentially hollow. Follow them on Twitter, at Bobby's Food. Basically, yeah. it's as good as the American Funyun. Oh. Uh, as That's very in Breaking Bad. Yes. Um, they are extremely Moorish Funyuns. Okay. You get the Red Hot Funyuns. Which I believe we've tasted. We've on tasted hot funyuns, yes. Have you ever had those, Richard? I haven't. I haven't, no, but I'm saying they sound incredible. They are. They are, they are spicy, spicy onion rings. That is, that is a genuinely good crisp. Yeah. yeah. Bobbies don't fuck around, mate. They don't. Right. They don't mess around. Let's go, let's go quickly around the room. I'll, I'm going to give it four out of five throffs. I'll give it four. Richard, out I'm of five. I'm saying four, but I don't really know how it could be any better. Don't be afraid. So I'm going to say five more. because I can't not. We may be that. The other crisps will be tastier than this, but I can't fault this onion ring at no, all. I would, so. I'm, see, I would say a monster month beef is a five. That's good. Good calibration. Yes. Yeah, very That's good a nice calibration. benchmark. Well played. And I'm saying that, I mean, I'd eat a bag of monster month beef over that, but, mm. so that's a four. It's a very it's strong a four. four. Okay. It's a four. It's a four across it's the board. It's an extremely high score. I mean, I don't know how we're going to get... Well, I'm, I'm thinking more in terms of like... Instead of comparison, you yeah. can't criticise yeah. it on no. its own merits is Absolutely. why I'm giving no, it a five. Right. But Absolutely I think right. Frith's logic is impeccable. I'll tell you what, for balance, I'll give it five. Everyone goes home with a little less guilt. All right, fine, Paul. Five. You know, less crisps. But do, do Smiths, do like the big boys, have a version? They Tesco do. do a good one, but it's right. a bit, oil, bit too oily. I like oily food. Yeah, see, that hasn't got a sort of grease finish. No. It's got a very light... Crunchy. This is going to be such a fucking pain fine. in the ass to edit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so I dropped Cowder there for a bit. Sorry. The next one on the list. Why um, do you have to talk like that? I'm, I'm, it's a character now for my throff shop. Okay. It's just you're just gonna have to roll with it. All right. All right. Fine. So in Bobby's throff shop next, we have Bobby's cheesy curlers. I think we can all agree we're gonna have to compare them to the Watsit. So already we do have a benchmark in terms of flavour consistency. It's essentially a knockoff Watsit. Yeah. You see, but with the onion rings, there's no really famous onion rings. Yeah, yeah there is no quintessential onion ring. But they do have it in the States, and as we've discussed, Funyuns. And do you know what? They uh, that was I'm not saying that was that nicer than a market than leader. I don't want to say that those onion rings are nicer than actual onion rings, but considering how shit real onion rings are in restaurants, yeah. and greasy, and it's just like Terrible, one bit of potato, out, and yeah. it all slides oh, out. That's actually oh. better than restaurant onion rings. No. Like most end restaurant onion rings, unless you actually get a really good one. Yeah. So. Phenomenal, Bobby's. Phenomenal. Cheesy curls, what's it? They little... look like what's it or cheetos. They do look like what's it, little poofs. Are you eating it with a pin? Yes. I am delicate. So um, we're already eating them. So let's. I haven't checked their vegetarian. Hold on. Oh, vegetarian. What's your first impression there, Paul? They taste exactly like Watsits. No, they don't. They are saltier and less cheesy than Watsits. Um, okay, yes, I would agree with you on I that. I don't really eat Watsits all that much, so I don't really know how I've to. Like, I don't right. have a sort of. I don't have a sort of muscle memory, sense okay. memory of Watsits. So possible. we're going in clean with Richard's view. What's your What's your view? They're nice, but if I was ever if I was ever everything cheesy, it would usually be cheesy Cheetos mm. or like I mean, or like um. 
the more sort of harsher, you know, crispier, yeah. or like knickknacks. Basically, that's what the original Cheetos were, weren't yeah, they? They yeah. were cheese knickknacks. So and you don't get those knack. anymore, do you? That's you see Cheetos, yes. Sort of. You see Cheetos, and they've got <clears> all like pizza twirls and like spirals, all this shit. And they don't have a proper knickknack, cheesy knickknack. But you know what I found, Paul, which will be coming to the froth shop? Ooh. Fonzies. Fonzies what? They're, they are what Cheetos used to be. They're knickknacks, essentially. Corn-based knickknacks. <laughs> um, I'm just going to stop proceedings here to let you know. Ash has found what could be the largest Watsit I've ever seen. There's a mutant Watsit incident. It's a fucking snake of a Watsit. Don't destroy that. Have you got a good photo of it? Yeah. All right. I've um, caught that. I have got a 10-year-old son. Yeah. So 90% of the food I eat is Watsits. <laughs> oh yes, we need your, we need your. Um, well, in that case, you can be, you can be the market leader. Oh, cheap alternative. It is. It definitely is. It's saltier and less cheesy, and sort of less um, soft. The texture is nice. slightly different. Isn't oh, it's it? not nice. got that crunch. That's it's got the, yes. the the onion ring crunch. Yeah. It might be more overall palatable than a watch. Trying to be more objective because I would never ordinarily go for a cheesy snack. Mm. I prefer savoury. By savoury, actually. Like, if I'm going to have cheese, I'd rather have cheese. Yeah. And everything else, I'd rather have flavours. Mate, Fonzie's you'd like. I'm sure. Honestly. They're nice. It was nice. Yeah. Lovely. If they were in a bowl on a table at a, oh. at a gathering, I wouldn't be at the gathering, no. but the people would enjoy those crisps. They'd be demolished. Look out for Fonzie's on this show, people. All right? We're going to get Fonzie's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Eli's uh, Fonzie scheme. Out of, <laughs> nice. Yeah, there we go. He's got all the titles. It's, right. it's more puns when yeah. Richard's here. Yeah, it's, it's very punny good. show. You've got nothing else. No yeah. substance. So, out of five, I'm going to give that three and a half. I'll go for a three. Yeah. Three from me. Not okay. unpleasant. But good no. three. Three a good is three. good. A positive three. but not really... C plus. It's Edinburgh, so I'm going, to give it, I'm going to give it a three star that reads like a four star. <laughs> okay, next. Since we've got some kind of context, we'll go with these next. These are Bobby's Bacon Streaks. Oh, oh now you're talking. Snack. Yes. This is where the big boys come out, ladies and gentlemen. So these little things are the, the lifeblood that keep me going. Like the thought of maybe this is what bacon actually tastes like. Uh, unfortunately for you, these are loaded with pig. Are they actually? No, it's suitable for vegetarians. Oh, you are all right. <laughs> so in the UK, we have a frazzle, which is a maize bacon-flavoured snack. Frazzle um, has gone downhill. Yeah, right? as we have. Yes. We've, I mean, uh, we're getting a lot of support. I think right. SE numbers are eradicated. Yes. Things like the, things like the pot noodle, which originally would have, was a much more enjoyable yeah. snack. But then no artificial ingredients. Well, that's why I don't want to yeah. eat it. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just bland. Yeah. My Horrible. feeling is that these will be more like an original frazzle. We can only hope. Really. So for me, again, ideally served between two pieces of very buttery bread. Oh yeah. I mean, they, they look like a frazzle. They look like fake bacon in a maze style. Um, I'm getting bored of doing this voice. Oh my god! Can't you just stick with one thing? <laughs> no, <laughs> my relationship history proves otherwise. It was a slightly, slightly odd unbacony smell. Mm, slightly. Not horrible, but it's almost like sort of five spice. I've got a word for these. Uh, they're underpowered. There isn't enough flavouring on this at all. What about if I give the bag a little shake? Mm, yeah. I don't think that's going to improve it. Nothing. No. How's that for the audio file? Awful. Mm. I'm getting too much corn coming through. A bit too salty. But again, not unpleasant. I mean, they are even further away from the original frazzle than a, than a contemporary frazzle. I'm giving them a shake. Them I mean, I'm not going to stop eating them. <laughs> no. I mean, they're not unpleasant, are they? No. But, yeah. but when you're used to... The shake has helped... That's right, you should try them after a show. Alright, I'm going to give them after a Can show. I just say, just so you know, this is not only a segment of the show, but it's also your rider for tonight. Yeah. So, 
Right, I'll give it a shake now. So, for example, you can get in Audi's do a big bag of sort of faux frazzles, mm. and they're like amazing. But oh, they're yeah. not. They're the not. The shake a, made a big difference. Yes, yeah. did it. Oh, they yeah. still. They're still not. They're still large. I mean, it's, it's sort of salt like yeah. you get from bacon but not a bacon taste like you get from bacon yeah. now it's like bacon rind if you want to look for like what a frazzle used to be like you have to go to the triumphant of smith's um, bar snacks scampi fries Ooh. cheese moments calm. and the crispy bacon are they not veggie oh uh, life is pain but those, three, <laughs> those original yeah those those bacon are they called bar- originals those are bacony as, as okay fucking yeah. I'm giving that a three out of five I'll go two I didn't think that was that impressive oh. yeah no I'm, I'm going um, I'm gonna, they were better after a shake but I'm going one like I would what buy, one I would buy the Tesco equivalent for a quid and have a big oily bag uh, and that okay. was better that'd be better than that so that was what a negative made, experience what would make the Tesco better than the Bobbies there um I, the much more flavour and uh, slightly more. See, I, I like oily food. The greasy, mm. a bit greasier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that felt that felt stickier, but not greasy. Yeah, the way yeah. That greasy, sticky. like like the sort of coatings come off on my hands. <laughs> okay, so okay, so, worst performer so two far. More snacks. Unfortunately, the one I was most looking forward to because who doesn't love a bacon snack? Yeah. Well, we have something to maybe get replaced. That I don't know what flavour that is. I know you're going about to say, but from the packet pepperoni I want it to be like burger flavour or something like that and I, if it is that I'm so excited for it pizza well, flavour it, it, it's Bobby's barbecue sauce potato snacks uh, little um, what would you call that packet it's a trellis a, a lattice no. <laughs> trellis a portcullis a portcullis port of uh... what's a trellis for growing uh, it's like plants. a sort of yeah, it's, like that, it's a, ma- a manhole cover. No. a trellis is a subset of, of lattices I would say manhole cover along a with you a manhole a cover of yeah, potatoes. so they're synonyms so. so can I make an announcement at this point I've never really had a barbecue so I don't know whether these will have take... you never had barbecue sauce in a McDonald's no, have you had a barbecue I know you I don't eat meat but okay. did you before you didn't um, corn on the cob but I've never had a barbecue. Corn on the cob on the barbecue? Never off a barbecue. No, fair enough. Don't hassle him. Bloody hell. <laughs> oh, come on, Frothy. So there we go. So yeah. They good. do not look like the picture. They look the like package. little baskets. They don't look very lattice They look more... They smell more trellisy. Smell them. Smell them. Do they smell like prawn cocktail to you? Like skips? Yeah. Smell them. Do they smell like prawn cocktail to you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm getting an extremely overpowering... Kind of prawn cocktail skips. Skips, they smell exactly like skips. They do. Well, they know. Yeah. But not quite, almost like no, at the end of the smell, the barbecue comes in. Skip oh, yeah. space raiders. Yeah. That is strong skipping. <laughs> All right, let's try this. There's sort of no taste, but it, there is. There's a yeah. sweetness at first, and then there's quite a subtle barbecuey finish. They're very puffy, aren't they? It's yeah. like you're putting a testy. In. I felt if the it texture tastes, is pleasing, the it puffy tastes, texture is pleasing. Yeah, and it tastes more like it's a, a slow build. The more, like, the more you eat. Mm. The more there was a rolling sensation Wave. of flavour in oh, your mouth. I like those. I like those. Yeah, surprising. Yeah. Although mm. they still t- taste like skips to me, but that's. They're a bit like me. those pom bears as well. Yeah. They've got very mm. similar texture to the pom bears. You can let it fizz on your tongue. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm done. They've got that. a bit of a fizz. But the skips had the ultimate fizz. That has a real adhesion with a skip. No. You could get this sort of, no. this sort of vacuum going on your tongue. Quavers. As that being a big property of them. No, didn't quavers. They? Yeah. That's why they're called fizzy quavers. Yeah, but skips had the whole thing about letting them fizz. Yeah. You know, a quaver would fizz, but a, but a skip would act like like a, like a sucker, like a toilet yeah. sucker, would go on your tongue. 
like a like toilet a, sucker, like a toilet plunger, would stick onto your tongue like a like a leech, limpet. like some kind of limpet. Thank you. You're that far away from doing like Fifty Shades of Eli, right then? Just with that whole oh, in, in your mouth. No, I'm not turned on. Those now. ones can those those ones can come again. Yes, yeah. those right. are very good. I'm giving them pull. Oh, four. And what were they called? Barbecue burger bites. Barbecue sauce potato snacks. Bobby's BBQ sauce potato snacks. And just so you know, same design, and they do a beef flavour. Oh, oh yeah. mm. Four for me. Mine. I'd say four. They so were you put them up with the... Four. The yeah, onion four. Yes. Yeah. Remember, I, I said I five like balanced. So I like those. I'm it's going three. I'm going oh. a strong three. Like, I would buy that. If I saw them, I'd You're the Paul Hollywood of this panel, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You're a little bit more strict and a little bit more stern. But and I am it. going to the other show when it starts. <laughs> <laughs> right. Final one. This may please oh, you. No. I know. This has been the best segment ever. This is Bobby's Burger Bites. Oh, yes. Look at that. They, they look like little puffed little burgers. Yes. The, the way they've been puffed makes They're them look bivalve. like a big burger. I think the word you're looking for is bivalve. And will um, Bobby's be sponsoring the podcast? I fucking hope so. <laughs> they have heard the episode that we did. Bobby's did listen to the one we really? did with the... Here they come. Bobby's cops. <laughs> the Bobby's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> High five. Bobby's on the beat. Cheap show on the eat. Hey. Now we're cooking. Now, I will say this. Disappointed by the aroma out of the bag. Slightly chlorinated. You know what of. I might do? I might give it the ash shuffle because your shuffle improved the flavour of the yeah. bacon salad. Yeah. Let them express themselves today. It's like letting a glass of wine, you know, yeah. breathe. breathe. You've got, to give you've, got to, you've, got to, you've got to decant the burger bites. Yeah, I'm genuinely it. excited about these. <laughs> I'm Good. feeling actual excitement. Ladies There's adrenaline in my Ash is looking at me and he's got a twinkle in his eyes. He's got, he's, <laughs> he's got a bit frenzied. Yeah, he's he hasn't a been bit. this animated all day. Ash has got that look on his face, which is, come yeah. on, Eli, pass the fucking bag. Yeah. Yeah. You know what that smells like? What? Burnt sugar. It's got a light of burnt sugar smell. So right, I'm going to well, take some out and uh, pass them on. Great pop. Yeah, you know, that was, you pulled that out like it was in an advert. You know, like they tic-tacs yeah. or they tic- pulled out sort of tic-tacs. It's almost uh, like candy floss. Yes. Like a sort of burnt yeah. sugar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. candy floss. So Although, everyone stuck their nose and gob in the bag. I'm last. In the wine, you stick your nose in the glass. But now I smell the actual thing. Oh, right. God, it is that. It's Same candy thing. floss. It's the- I don't like the flavour. No. Tomatoey. It's almost it, like yeah, a tomato. Too sweet. I like the crunch though. The crunch is good. Crunch yeah. is nice. Yeah. Crunch. I mean, it's the... like Worcester sauce. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit too much. The, the sauce, the flavour for me. Well, I thought that I was going to be the whole pack. Of Can those. I just be honest? I thought sickly. that was going to be the highlight of the show, and it's turned out I think it's been the most disappointing. You know what? The big surprise, the standout for me. Go on. Was the uh, barbecue flavoured potato uh, snacks. Grill thing. Yeah. yeah. Let's rate this very quickly. It's been a bit of a letdown, anticlimactic, but I'm going to give that two because the crunch gave it an extra point I don't for like me. like the flavour, slightly sickly two for me. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go two as well. I'm going one. <gasps> oh. I'm so disappointed. I've never had such a... But I think the clear winner, actually it's tough, the onion rings or the barbecue snacks both are both extremely strong. Very, rings, very strong. But the barbecue snacks has no peer. So the onion rings, you know, are always going to fail comparison to say, you know, yeah. Monster Munch. See, if you think about beef Monster Munch, like those beef, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you compare anything to a beef Monster Munch, you're that like, you're, that you're, 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 you're shitting, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> that I mean, beef Monster Munch is not only one of the finest crisps ever, but one of the finest achievements of m- mankind yeah. in, in this era of humanity. Well, I think we'll, we'll give the win to both the it onion rings. It, I would say... put it on the space shuttle. They're they're so space. Yeah. You put 
Monster Munch. Chubbies. Chubbies. Never mind Showtime and any of that shit. Just yeah. put some Monster Munch on there. <laughs> they fucking should. That would get the aliens down. Yeah, to fucking Da Vinci's David. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I honestly think that Bobby's should be the market leader of onion rings. You know, you should say, can you get me a bag of Bobby's? And that yeah. should automatically mean... That's I, 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 I totally agree. There's a hole in the market and they, they've they've put a fucking good product up there. Well, yeah. Bobby's, yeah. if you are listening, we are looking for sponsorship yeah. and we good do actually like your product. We genuinely well. think your onion rings are the best onion rings. Good. Yeah. They're very good. Nice sweets. Nice retro vibe. I like Bobby's. Nice we'll and probably cheap. 39p each. They'll probably come out that they're... Their boss, the boss of Bobby's, is some kind of big racist <laughs> arsehole. <laughs> he's no, not. He's not. He might sponsor the show. Yeah, but... I was distraught when I heard about one of the guys who owns Greg's likes watching kid porn. Does he? Oh, I'm never oh. going to enjoy a pasty like ever punk, again. Uh, punk brewery. Yeah, they are fucking douche alloids, my friends. Anyway, well, on that kiddie fiddling note, round of applause to Bobby's. Bobby. <laughs> You're not going to end it with on that kiddie fiddling note. Yeah. yeah. This is cheap show. Have you never listened to the show? They will not sponsor you if that's how you wrap up the section about their product. Even if it's that they don't do it, you can't say, oh, and by the way, the people at Bob- Bobby's don't kiddie fiddle. Well, in this day and age, you have to know. No, because it, it just you raises, do. It raises the thought of it. As a consumer it. and a parent, you should be proud to know that Bobby's staff like, don't fuck kids. It's a <laughs> It's like meeting a girl in a nightclub and going, oh, hi, by the way, I don't beat women. Yeah. yeah. She's not going to go, oh, yeah, great, that's yeah, perfect. Yeah. She's going to go... I used to do that. That's that's cutting close to the bone, because <laughs> I used to... Be yeah, Johnny Depp. I used to say I'm not weird when I'm trying to chat women up. Not you know, exactly. whenever I'm not fucking a corpse, I eat bobbies. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Cheap Show lover. I'm Damien St. John. I appeared on one episode of Cheap Show. And my life has changed so much since. You would not believe how much my life has changed. I've had two haircuts. I've bought a house. I own a hybrid bike. And I'm getting married. All funded, not by my appearance on Cheap Show. I mean, that was the rock bottom moment. Really, it couldn't get any lower than that. And I've used my appearance to really springboard my life into doing what I want to do. Oh, I also got BAFTA listed as a writer. But let's not bring that up. I've been on the streets, actually. I went to Manchester because I know Cheap Show is uh, popular amongst the poor. And I asked the people of Greater Manchester about the startling statistic that reveals that people in the north of England who listen to Cheap Show are a fifth more likely to die under the age of 75 than Cheap Show listeners in the south. This couple think there is a north-south divide. I've never really thought of it before, but I think uh, you could be right. Probably down to diet, exercise, lack of. There definitely is. But where the line's drawn, I don't know, in the country. Down south, there's a much more affluent way of living than up north. I'll be honest, I know I'm much healthier down south. So thank you, Paul. Thank you, Eli, for having me on Cheap Show. It really helped turn my life around. If you are struggling talent, I suggest you two appear on the show and then it can't get any worse than that. Here's to another 50 episodes. Looking forward to appearing on at most one of them. Oh, it's time for another part of the show I love where we delve back into the charity shops and find a board game based on a TV property and we play the game, kind of. What's the property this week on our very special 50th uh, episode? Well, it was donated at our live show at the Bill Murray Pub and I wanted to play it for a while and we're going to play tonight Noel Edmonds, Cuddly Ed Noel Edmonds, 
the BBC's very own otter of entertainment. He's not the BBC, is he? he was. He used to be. He's not anymore. No, because he was. He was shit. He is a shit. <laughs> he used he to get like shit. thirty million viewers. Yeah, he was big man. He used to strut around he the BBC was. all like this. He was a big man on and the BBC. And then what, he got into the secret where it's like, I visualise £10 million and then I get it. It's and like, you already have £10 million. He said pounds. he invented a machine that cured cancer as well, didn't he? Yeah, he and he had a helpline that he would speak to your pets. He would call up your dog and say, cheer up! Eli's blue light is facing me. Is that going to be an issue? Turn it around, you wank stain. Okay. He's now also responsible room. for the worst TV game show, which is Deal or No Deal. Yeah. Which is, a, which I, which is one of the things I can't abide is something which has something which is passed off as skill <laughs> where it's blind luck and it's, guessing it's there is no deduct, there's no like logic or no, reasoning that's it, but that's why I've it's got so a perfect. good feeling yeah. about three no it's just that, fucking yeah. it's that on. mumbo jumbo that's why he loves it because it's got pure it's pure luck wasn't it almost once can be banned because it's there's no skill involved yeah, so it's technically it's technically gambling, it's, technically gambling. Yeah. it's not actually entertainment it's gambling. No, like, there is strategy also, in terms of what, whether you take the deal from the banker yeah. or not that is a strategic but there's a thing isn't there's a YouTube thing where someone's edited an episode where they just choose and it's like 45 seconds long <laughs> yeah. and it's like one of those things where like 40, it's a 45 second game show they drag out for a fucking yeah, hour yeah. by just chatting so tell us about yeah well, your well, weight well, loss well, you know, or your yeah, yeah, yeah or you got so over cancer or the worst thing that ever happened to fucking telly <laughs> it was deal or no deal no oh. was when it was who wants to be a millionaire yeah and to, to create tension it was all like what do you think the answer is why, why, why are you going to go for A and not B? Well, I'm going to go for A because, oh, yeah, and no. now everyone's got to spend 45 minutes. Just, it's like, yeah, we if you are the Bishop of Durham, will you live in Durham, York, or London? <laughs> well, oh, it's not going to be London. <laughs> so I'm thinking, oh, it's probably not. You know, Bishop of Durham, Durham or York, Durham or York, Durham or York, Durham or York. <laughs> Probably not going to be York. Are you sure? Yes. I mean, would you, do you know this? No, it's just a guess. But <laughs> answer the fucking question. Answer the fucking question. Jesus Christ, people. Uh, my friend won sixty grand. On deal or no deal. He loves scratch cards. No, oh. on the show. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. He was on it. He won it. Yeah. Wow. But I was talking about this yesterday. I think if I went on deal or no deal and they went like the first offer is six grand, I'd say deal. Because you've won, you've then won six grand. You've, there is no loss, is there? I know, but I wish you'd dream higher, Ash. It doesn't matter, does it? Because I was on a game show last year. As you well, which one was it again? Decimate. As a celebrity. <laughs> I don't remember Decimate. Shane sorry, Ritchie hosts Decimate. Oh. So you were, as a celebrity, you were... Come on, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Listen, I'm not being facetious, but you were on as I, a member of the public. I was a member of the public. But you weren't really, because you're friends with him. Hey, <laughs> hey come oh, on I'm down. a significant amount of money. Had nothing to do with my oh. relationship. No, no. Um, yes, yeah, so I got. Uh, maybe I uh, helped. Maybe I was asked to be on the show. Or maybe I was allowed to audition for the show. Okay, but it. He got through on his own wits. Yeah, I had to get. He had to earn it. But then I earn money on it. Yeah. But that is a game show that nobody ever wins. Like I'd watched it before. Really? No one wins it. Anything. And then, so I thought I'd go on it and it'd be funny if I lost tremendously. I thought that it'd be a funny, it'd be a... Your house. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah. an Edinburgh show waiting to happen. This is what <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking this is going to be the lovely yeah. end of an Edinburgh show because I've got a bit of a story yeah. with Shane Ritchie. And so I go on the game show and no one ever wins. And so there's a lady that was on the game show and she'd got a lot of her questions wrong in her round. She are in a team of three. 
And then it come to the final where we'd gone with like, I don't know, 10 grand or something to the final. Mm. And they said, right, who should go to the quick fire round first? And if you get a question wrong, it goes to the next person. And I think, I'm thinking at this point, no one ever wins. So it's going to be hilarious if we absolutely bomb. She goes on and just nails it. Every question, <laughs> bang, 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 and we win. You're ruining my Edinburgh yeah. show, you stupid cow. I had to then run across London to meet my girlfriend who was at a theatre. And I went in and went, I'm, I'm really sorry. We won. <laughs> so what did you get 10? Well, it's split between three of us. So you yeah. got two, two uh, three. Yeah. 36. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we knew there'd be an answer somewhere. Right. Three, three we are... Twelve, three twelves? Three twelves. <laughs> and, and that, that game shows where it's impossible to win. The ultimate example being <sighs> Takeshi's Castle. Oh, yeah. I saw the episode where the guy won once and nothing yeah, happened. They didn't even know what to fucking do. <laughs> no. It's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not meant to happen. Like, honestly, Decimate, no one wins. Yeah. Because the questions are so... Uh, ra- like, they... One question... Esoteric, the isn't it? It would be one of the questions was... Um, which North London football team play in red? So I think even if you're not an, a football fan, you would go, well, it's Arsenal, because just because you know they're from North yeah. London. The next one was, what bird sits on the right hand of Odin's throne? Nobody knows both those answers. Finch. It's a sparrow. It's neither of that, but no Pigeon. It's an eagle. Cat. I think it was a raven. 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 Said raven. Said first. But that's the thing. It's the, the, the they make it so that they seem like it's there'll be people who know both answers separately yeah. but no one knows both well on that note it is time to play today's board game challenge it is Noel Edmonds that was like a Ronnie Corbett segue to get around back to Noel Edmonds again oh, but it's Noel Edmonds is 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 Teleaddicts Is this going to be about telly from the 80s? There is going to be a large number of outdated questions, especially the topic uh, labelled current affairs. It's going to be tough to play that one. But what I thought we'd do is we play it um, trivial pursuits-wise. So I'll give you half a block of the questions each and we'll ask each other questions. If you get that card right, you keep it like it's wedge. What about the board game aspect? Fuck the board game! All right. Uh, I didn't read the rules, and there are jigsaws involved. Ah, oh, this looks terrible. There's jigsaws. Jigsaws. Question: What are you really angry at? Yeah, well, time, Paul. quite a lot, actually. Quite a lot. I'm angry are you about. Going to show them it or anything? Or just yeah, gonna, I'll we're take just a picture. Re- we're just going to take some questions from the '80s and read yes. them to each other. Yes. Right. Are you going to? Why don't you test us, Paul? You be the tester master. All right, so you're all against each other. Yeah. And the first person to get all six of their cards wins. Yeah, why don't you, you well, be Noel. Well, why don't you just do it? Master. We'll just just read them out and see what goes on. Oh, no, 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 I'm a proper cunt. <laughs> my best impression. Oh, I've, I've, my helicopter don't work. Oh, Mike Smith. <laughs> <laughs> there are six categories, okay? Yes. That you'll have to answer. There is drama, children's television, music and the arts. I don't know. New I'm sports and current affairs. News. Light entertainment and movies on television. Lord. So, movies. so we get one. That's are we going to get? We're going to get one of each type of question. Yeah, and you have to collect all six of each right, card. So okay. The first person to get all six categories wins, like Trivial Pursuit. The first person, or can't yeah. we just get six? And whoever wins with a tiebreaker. No, because no, <laughs> no, no. Just play it. Stop it's doing the rule. If it's the first person to six, Paul, I just have to say this very quickly. If you it's the first person to category, six, we could be playing for fucking ever. We could be playing. Someone might not get to six till midnight. Till tomorrow morning. Then let's start playing now. Yeah, if we don't start, we never will. Till right. February next Eli, year. Eli, which category do you want to start with? 
<laughs> what category do you want to start with? I'll start at the beginning, Paul. So drama. Drama. Okay, here we go. These questions are quite easy, I think. Um, okay. Everyone says that. Here's your first card. Really I'm, 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 to make it fair as well, no matter what card I pick up, I'm going to read the top card question. Yes. So I'm not picking and choosing. Right, right this just reminds me of I, uh, Reykjavik, comma, Iceland, full stop. <laughs> <laughs> Filthy rich and cat flap. Cat flap. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, it's just too easy. It's just really easy. It's really easy. <laughs> uh, okay, Paul drama. Uh, he did a Rick Mail impression. Uh, Rick Mail. For those who are listening, which is everyone. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, wasting yeah. your energy. Fucking stupid. You're wasting your energy explaining something pointless to people right now? No, at least they can hear it. Shut up. What they can't hear is the question, Vic. Yeah, shut up. Here's the question. <laughs> Drama. Lou Ferrigno was Bill Bixby's alter ego in what? The Hulk. It's correct. You win your first card. Hold on. The, what, what, what? the Incredible Hulk, surely. Yes, you don't get a point now. I've just decided that that's correct. Oh, incredible. That Hulk. is the pe- pedantry... No. Oh, he's got to have It's that. not pedantry. We if, haven't if, got if time for him not to get that answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, you're right. I'll give you that fucking question. Well, that's that's sorry, I don't me. understand the question, though. Richard, next. Do you want to do drama? I'll Kid... go for drama. All right, drama. Let's get drama let's out of the way. Which actor appeared in Blot on the Landscape and Poirot? David Suchet. Is the correct answer. You get yeah. your first card. Your Look at that. Drama. I want him to... I'll be drama, please. Okay. <laughs> drama! <laughs> uh, okay. Which actor brought Mike Hammer to life? Ooh. Oh, that's a really tough one. Is that not not Sledgehammer? No, Mike Hammer. Mike Hammer. Mike Hammer. Oh, it's the bullseye sound effect for running out. Of time. Um, it was. So it was a drama. You're not going to get. It, this. No, I am going to get it. Go on. Was it? If you Mike get this, I will give you a blowjob right now. His name's Mike Hammer. Right. What's? Can I know the name of the show? Give him the name of the show. Mike Hammer. Is that what it was called? <laughs> I think so. Okay, well then I know it. Go on. Was it the guy who played... <laughs> when you say, when it, is it the guy who played, then you don't know. It was, it was Chris... Uh, Chris... Chris Dempsey. At least you fucking... invented a name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, the answer is... Anyone? Have a guess, Richard? I don't know. Well, I was going to say Powers Booth, but that's Marlowe, isn't it? No. Stacey Keach. Stacey Keach! Ah. basically Powers Booth. <laughs> Same person, essentially. You know what? You, know. you don't get to pick. I'm just going to go through them. Next one is children's television, Eli. Okay. What did the Lone Ranger say when he rode into the sunset each week? I'm racist! <laughs> Is that your real answer? Tonto, give me a score to fuck. <laughs> no, you don't know, really. No, he said Geronimo. Um, yeah, he, to, to, he said, you answer. don't fucking know. You're right, I'm not going to take it. You, yeah. You've lost that. What did Richard, he say? Hi ho, silver away. away. Right. Oh, fuck's sake, what a shit shot. Right, <laughs> Richard. Yes. Name the school-based series with characters such as Gripper, Tucker, and Zamo. Oh. <laughs> Softballing. Yes. I'm reading the top cards. Grange Hill is correct. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Richard's going to do so this. Back to drama. You'll know. Yeah, you have to start a drama still. Yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, which pair drove the General Lee? Albert Dukes has. Is correct. There you go. There's your card. Round of applause. Yay! What I like is how Ash is playing this like it's a real board game. So and he's so, so livid about how it's not going his way. I still think I'm in it, Rich, actually. You are in it. You've got the same as me. Right. We're neck and neck. Okay. Back to children. Here we go. Children still. In which series would you find Mr. Tickle? The Mr. Men series. Is correct. There's your card. It, actually, no, it's not. It's Mr. Dot. <laughs> Men dot. Full stop. There you go. So you've got, you're on to the third thing. You're on to music and art, Richard. Oh, shit. Here we go. How do we better know Sherilyn Sarkeesian? 
Oh, come on. Easy. <laughs> Cheryl Baker. Does that a guess? Yes. Because it was wrong. Uh, the answer was Cher. Cher. Uh, so you're, you're on to children's now, Ash. Yes, I'm on to children's. Yes. I thought the name was Sunny End. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Christian name. Uh, Ash. Who were Pew, Pew, Bonnie McGrew, Cuthbert, Dibble and Grub? They were policemen. Firemen. First answer. We have to go with the first oh, no. answer. <laughs> they were policemen and then they went to the fire Because of game. cuts in Trumpton. Because of cuts in Trumpton, they had to have both jobs going. Are you cheating me? Take the card. Oh, you I'm not taking charity. You can't take his card. Don't give him charity. I'm not taking it. I will not. I will be winning this, Paul. All right, okay. Your next card. I want to make it clear, Paul. I appreciate what you did, but I cannot accept it. All right, fine. Loser. We all understand. All right. Okay. Art, music and art. Yes, I'll get this. Who was the chairman of the good old days? I have no idea. <laughs> The good old days, is that a TV show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, like it's, sort of, it's like a vaudeville sort of musical celebration yeah. thing. Like a Will Tappers and Shunters Club thing. Like, I got yeah, nothing. Should I just. Um, is it Michael. You look frightened. <laughs> a man named Michael Philpatrick. No, Leonard Sachs. Right, thank you. Leonard Sachs. Oh, oh, old Lenny. You know the only instrument he couldn't play? Sax. <laughs> right, is it the same for you as well? You've yeah. got to get right, music and arts. Yeah. Which programme features the annual ballroom dancing championships? Oh, come on! I imagine it's... Uh, I'm trying to make out what it would be called in the 80s. I suppose it would be... Is it Strictly Come Dancing? Strictly Dancing? Strictly Ballroom? I don't know what it's fucking called. Strictly Come Dancing. It's called Dancing. Come Dancing. It's called Angry Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's right. Can, can Richard have some difficult questions? Yeah. yeah. Ah. Okay, so Ooh, he's playing like it's a real board game. Yes, yeah, so it is a real board game, but Paul hasn't had the wherewithal to actually set he it up. The balls to make right, it here we go. Do you want? Do you want to win this? Yes. Then hmm, shush. Right. So, <laughs> what kind of shop did Mister Ben visit? A uh, uh, fancy dress shop. I'm going to give you it. It's yes. costume shop. Come on, in your face, Sam. Right. Thank you. Eli, it's over to you. If you just keep asking other questions until we get one, then how, who wins? Because the various, so it's not just you for 10 minutes going, I don't fucking know, do I? Can. All right, okay. Question. Music and arts. Who had a chart hit with the theme from Strangers on the Shore? Oh, so, I mean, I'm so fucking good with music. I know this. Sue Barker. Is wrong. It's Aka Bilk. So we're going to move on, and now we're moving on to current affairs and news affairs. of 1986. Richard, where is the World Professional Snooker Championship transmitted from in 1988? Oh, what is going on? Well, I would imagine it's the Embassy in Sheffield. No, come on. I'm not going to give you it. Do you want to steal it? Well, it's the Crucible. Yes, correct. Crucible, fuck, that's right. But yeah. I'm not going to give it or give it away. So, Ash, next one for you. What have you got? You got arts and music yourself. Ooh, here no, we go. Crucible. Why did I say that? It's the embassy of the sponsors, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Fuck. Right. What a tit. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't be too hard. On Ash. I mean, no one's going to win this, Richard, because he's fucked the rules. He has fucked the rules. I haven't. He doesn't know what he's doing. Shut your mouth. I'm going to do it. Right. There's steam coming out of Paul's ears. Here we go. Which TV comic had a chart hit with Don't Jump Off the Roof, Dad? Don't Jump Off the Roof, Dad. Yeah. I don't know what your impression was. <laughs> TV comic... Was that an impression? Or was yeah, it was a bad impression. Don't Jump Off the Roof, Dad. 
Don't jump off the roof, Dad. He's Tommy doing. Cooper. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right, Eli, what are you on to? Oh, you're falling behind. I'm falling behind because you are cheating. Tommy Cooper zombies. <laughs> right. Which member of Dad's army recorded the song Granddad? Granddad, we love you, and you're wrong, and you're wrong, and I love you being wrong. It's Clive Dunn. Don't border this, Paul. Let's do the next section. Shut up. We're getting this to the end. Right. Richard, sports question. What does Peter O'Sullivan do? Peter O'Sullivan? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll help you out. He's a commentator, but for what sport? I'm going to say... I'm going to go on a limb and say snooker and he's no. running on Sullivan's. <laughs> Horse racing. Horse Ash, racing. where are we going? You're on yellow yourself. Who, again, this is past tense now, who presented both Crime Watch UK and Daytime Live? Uh, Elton Wellsby. Is the wrong answer. Sue Cook. Who's Elton Wellsby? He used to be a sports uh, reporter. Uh, right, who organised... What kind of question Music and arts. Who organised Live Aid? Bob Geldof. <laughs> is correct. Shut up. And... Majeur. Yeah, but he's not on the card, so whatever. It's ridiculous. Okay. Much better um, musician and person. Okay, Richard, what sport do we most associate Jimmy Hill? Oh, thank God. Football. There you go. <laughs> so, four cards to Richard, three to... Uh, and Ash has still got to go in this round yeah, so so you're, you're, uh, okay, is... okay Ash who tried to tell us about the day the universe changed um, David Attenborough no the answer is James Burke moving swiftly on right you're on yellow now Mr Cleverbasts right here we go um, oh okay hit me which newsreader would stand in on Wogan Zina um, Badawi I want to say go on who for some reason, I've got Sue Lawley. Oh, different Sue. Oh, no, you're right. It is Sue Lawley. Sue Lawley. <laughs> For some reason, I had it in my head. It was Sue yeah, Cook. just read a word. Can't remember it. Right. Who replaced Emmeline Hughes on Question of Sport? Ian Botham. Is correct. There you go. So, four cards. You missed me out because I said Sue oh. Lawley. So, I need my question. Sorry, you should have one. I should I will rectify that I right now. Affairs. Light oh, entertainment. Great Light game entertainment. showing here, Paul. Brilliant. Here we go. Here's your question now, because it is your round, and then we'll just go strip, 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 skip to Eli. I don't know what's going on there. Um, Who was that stupid boy in Dad's Army? The actor or the character? The character. Pike. You got the. I'll take it. The answer is Private Pike, but I'll take Pike. There you go. Right now, on to Eli. You're not doing very well, are you? Let's give you a nice yellow card. No, you're shit. I'm not answering the questions. Workman, yeah. the host. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here's your next question. On which channel is American football usually shown? Back in the 80s, it was Channel 4. It's correct. There you got your first yellow card. Thank you. Now, we're going to go back instantly to Richard. Yes. You are now on to the final card. You could be winning it right now with this last question. Loads of fucking cards. <laughs> nice. Never... Although... Don't get too excited. Here's the question. This is movies that? on television is the category. Listen to the question first and then see if As I... As if he's let. not going to know. There's <laughs> no question about movies he's ever not known. We're going to find out. Here's the question. Name the bread actor who appeared in The Knack and How to Get It. Easy. <laughs> yeah? He's going to know it. Joseph. He's, he's mulling, is. but that doesn't mean anything. The guy's name's Joseph something. Come on. I'm trying to think of The Knack and How to Get It. 
Yeah. It's a 60s movie, isn't it? Yeah, which bread stock? See, this is bread, but I can't think who's it like. Probably one of the elderly ones. I don't know why I'm helping yeah, you work this out. Where's me dinner? Where's me dinner? That one. Oh. What me dinner? You don't know. The answer is Rita Tushingham. Rita Tushingham. Don't say that as if you knew no, it. She's one, of the, she's one of the sort of angry young men movie yeah. actresses. She's quite she's famous. Really I'm going to say that is the kind of question you would have got. On the drive yeah. home, if you hadn't said the answer, you'd have yeah. thought. Ash, next question for win. you. Is this to but, win? No, this is no. just like entertainment. This is to uh, join neck and neck with me. Yeah. In which American city do the Golden Girls live? <laughs> 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 mm. yeah. In which American city? In which American city do the Golden Girls live? That's what I said. Now it's time for you to answer. It's yeah. a very simple process. Well, Golden Girls... Thank you for being a fool. Travel down the road and back again. I'm going to say Florida, but I don't know. That's not a city. The answer. Yeah. Okay, can I have a... Yeah, I'll I'll give you it. I'll give you it, but you've got to answer me in the next five seconds. Five. A city in America. Two. Decimate Ash. Beverly Hills. Is it LA? No. It's Miami. It's Miami. So there we go. So you were right. Eli, where are you now? Florida. You've got... It's your turn. Oh. For a, a light entertainment question. Okay. Here we go. Um, which character owned the shop in open all hours? Name the character. I'll take the surname because apparently that's all they fucking put on it. Brown. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Is he called Mr. Brown? No, Arkwright. Uh, I didn't used no. to watch that. I'm sorry. Well, that's why you didn't get it. That's Here we go. Movies on television. So cut virals, Moses. Yeah, I think you should have Arkwright. Okay. We all agree, ladies Will <laughs> Will Will Richard know the answer to this? This is it. This is the oh, This is the winning card this potentially. Win. This Shitty is death. the win. They shoot horses, don't they? Was the story of what? No. You're gonna kick yourself actually, because I, I give it a steal. No, you can't steal it, but you can answer it. It was a dance marathon competition. Yes, it was. It was a five, six-day dance marathon. I so mean, we're still. still in this game. I have no idea. Ash, this could be your winning card now. This so could... Ash, oh no, no, it's not. You got, you got to win light entertainment yet? Sorry, yeah, I've got the orange one. Have you? No. No. Here we go. In that case, who played Reggie's wife in the rise and fall of Reginald Perrin? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I've watched it a hundred times, twice. I've watched it all twice. His wife was played by. I know. No, 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 I mean, I'm only going to say Patsy Kent. I know it's not. No, it's not. Is it Francis still at all? No, it is not. That was Miss Jones who he... Oh, Miss Jones. was rising down. Yeah. The answer is Pauline Yates. Pauline Yates. So, from EastEnders, right? Light entertainment question for Eli. Come on, Eli. You can do it. Okay. Is this to win? No. No. draw level. And then Richard's got one last match point, as it were. Here we go. Which antiques quiz was charred by Max Robertson in the 80s? Charred? Well, he burnt it. No, he <laughs> chaired. Chaired. Chair He's on fire. Which antiques show? What's the name of the antique show hosted by Max Robertson? Oh, I think I know this. Is it the Antiques Roadshow? No. Was it going for a song? It is indeed. Ooh, but we're back cool. to Richard for maybe again. Shit. So let's try and let's, let's try and let's have something about Ghostbusters so we can get this fucking show on the road. <laughs> All right. Which 1984 supernatural comedy film? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Here we Gremlins. go. <laughs> Close. Here we go. Who did Hayley Mills think a murderer was in Whistle Down the Wind? Ah, oh, she thought he was Jesus. Is the correct answer. And though with that, Richard Sandling is a telly addict. 
and I still contend that that was a successful segment of the what show. Was a relief. <laughs> so, was it as exciting as being on Decimated doing that just then, Ash? Ah, uh, yes, it was, Paul. <laughs> Hello, Cheap Show Podcast. This is Pat Sharp. I don't sound very fun today because I'm not in my funhouse. I'm on the Cheap Show Podcast number 50. Not much of a milestone, is it really, 50? I mean, I'm 55, so what the hell's 50 all about? And talk about lowering your standards for me to appear on here. I mean, I've been on it before. You might have heard me. You might have missed me. You might not have cared either way. But you can't get any lower standards and you can't get any freer than me doing this for absolutely nothing at all. In fact, the state of my career, I'm actually paying them. That says it all. Cheap, cheap, cheap. That's what I mean. And chirpy, chirpy, cheap, cheap while you're there as well. If you don't know that song, feel free to Google it. Unhappy birthday, cheap show podcast. 50 up and at least one to go. Maybe less. Eli, what's coming up now? It's time for Silverman's Platters. This is where I choose records from my extensive collection of vinyl 7-inch singles, Paul. Something unusual about these. Perhaps they're shit. Yes, they're shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fine, all right, cool. Uh, We've got um, two doozies of terribleness. Yes. Mm. And first up... Mm. Is... The Shingis Khan by... uh, So that's the title. The Shingis Khan. That's the title. That's the name of the band and the title. Oh, so it's both. And on the flip side is a tune called Sahara. Well, let's listen to Shihing Khan now. We all heard that before. What do we make of it? It's shit. Oh, terrible. It's like a good, it's like a bad Boney M. Because it, what I was exactly going to say is what this song is missing is... Oh, baby, sexy baby. A break. It's missing a break. Any good disco tune... It needs to have a... A breakdown, yeah. It doesn't That's have a breakdown. That's what makes the genre the genre. And they, they issue the break in this and they don't do it. It just repeats the chorus. Where you put the fucking disco break, they've gone, nah, it's for Eurovision, fuck it. We don't, we, it's not for a proper disco. Well, We're, it's not, it's fucking stupid, it? It's like in German, and it's stupid. It's a little bit like a sort of Bavarian black lace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like that. Yeah. It is Euro pop disco. So having a gangbang. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> but how yeah. much, you know, how much effort would it have taken for them to go, let's just break down. Let's just hear the drums here. Literally bring the four, bass. Four, I four d- bars. Of yeah. I think it's important that you realise that the people on the front cover of that disc had nothing to do with had the record. absolutely nothing to do. They did not write it. They certainly didn't play any instruments. Now, they the were front just cover, following orders. They may have sung some of the words. The front cover has the band, the Shingis Khan, and portrayed here is the Shingis 
in English, Genghis. I see. Um, and he's at the back, and he looks like Ming the Merciless or something there. And they're all standing around him, his, his, uh, his henchmen and a couple of ladies. One who is dressed in a fluffy white dress. And one who seems to have a, that fluffy thing you put at the end of a microphone on her tit. So, uh, and now say the witty thing that you've remarked upon about the cover. <laughs> say the witty thing you at said the bottom, before. At, yes. at the bottom, <laughs> there is a brown mm. mist. Mm. And, what, and what is that brown it, mist it looks akin like to? a fart. It looks like a fart, ladies and gentlemen. And then if you, you think, oh, okay, okay, so that someone's let off a really bad one, yeah. who's done it? You look at the guilt on their faces and there can be no doubt it is the gentleman on the far <laughs> left who is trying to suppress a smirk. Let's have a look. Yes. Blatantly. He smelled it and he dealt yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> well, there we go. That, well, it was jolly enough, he but it was. He dealt and he's thinking, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I want some like... You know, I'm not getting any money or fucking fame out of this record, so I hope ah, someone at least says, I can fart in a room yeah. full of my friends. Ash, <laughs> you did the research. It was a Eurovision entry, but it did it get to into the competition or? Yes, it got. It was number four. It got to four. Really? Out of nineteen. Out of nineteen. The competition words, was low that when year. You break the words down into English or translate the words, as some yes. people say. Um, they are absolute nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Just basically describing Genghis Khan's he's, life, he's I'd imagine. He's a tremendous lover. No woman ever entered his tent and left disappointed. Uh, he had a penis. Sounds like me. Apart from the last piece of information, of which we know Eli's penis looks like the saddest wizard. <laughs> the saddest wizard? It doesn't look anything like the saddest wizard. It, it looks like a ping pong ball with a crow's beak perched <laughs> on top, as we've discussed before. Yes, I do apologise. Uh, that is a more accurate description. It's like... A, a, a grain of rice on a hacky sack. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> An inside-out squid. Yes. Ooh. 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 <laughs> and has a beak. Yeah. And, and one eye. Listen. And can open jam jars. <laughs> Paul, don't what? be hating on the nubbin, yeah? That's what... The nubbin is the heart Have of the Have you ever show. satisfied... <laughs> Did you? Is it? Is the only thing you satisfy with your nubbin that chicken? <laughs> You've lost that nubbin feeling. <laughs> oh, nubbin feeling. You've lost that nubbin feeling. in a chicken that was wrong, wrong, wrong. Ooh. <laughs> right. So we're reviewing this record, are we? Yeah. Are uh, we? What do, you, what do you give it out of five platters? Very disappointing. I was looking for a break. There was no break. There's nothing really to commend this song. I've listened to the B-side. Let me tell you, people. Yeah. Filler. Pure filler. Awful. No it's killer. Sahara. Hey, was he even in the Sahara, Genghis? Have they done their research? Who knows? We just don't know. The best thing about this record is the fart mist on the cover and the guy who obviously did it. And you believe that to be true? Yes. Is this <laughs> right, okay. All right. Ash, Ash and Richard. I don't think... Anyone's having enough fun on the record, so it's like it's, it's shit. <laughs> That's true. But it's not shit. Yeah. It's sort of fun. It's disco because there's lots of fun to be had in people just missing the point of disco and having a whale of a time. Yeah. This is. It's not even cynical. It's just. It's just. It's like it's like written by accountants. Yeah. As like for a talent show. It's yeah. not a. It's not a disco song. It's a joyless. It's a joyless disco song. It's about Genghis Khan for fuck's yeah. sake. And it, like, and it has no joy. The only person that's enjoying himself is that guy who fucking yeah. dealt the, the fart. The front cover, like, they are all in fancy dress. Mm. But that is not done, like Richard says, out of a place of fun. That is deadly serious. Yes. There is no amusement 
They mean them. they mean that one hundred percent. They mean it. Yeah, there is. It's not. There is no irony or anything. But it's not so serious. It's also funny. No, no. You know, that's the problem. It's, it's like straight down. It's very difficult to to do what they've done. It's basically the cost of coffee of disco. <laughs> There's nothing to commend it, but you can't right. totally hate it. Well, in that case, because next... it is at least essentially coffee. No one can argue with I'll that. Give it one one platter. One platter. I have no interest in giving it any platters. What is second on your list of platters? How don't we get a score from these two? They just Why give opinion. Give it one. one. It's not even worth scoring. One. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Is that what your opinion is, Paul? One. I'm trying to fucking you know subvert the fucking format. Of Five your own podcast. Five best song ever. Lols. You hashtag. don't mean that. No. Right. The second next song one. Shut up. Is a really odious record by. Mary Wilson called Telephone Man and we'll hear it right now good I rented my apartment on a Monday at one singing do lolly lolly shaky bum shaky bum started moving in it on a Tuesday at two singing do lolly lolly shaky do shaky do Wednesday at three I called the phone company singing hey baby put a phone in for me Thursday at four, he came and knocking at my door singing, Hey baby, I'm your telephone man, you just show me where you want it and I'll put it where I can. I can put it in the bedroom, I can put it in the hall, I can put it in the bathroom, I can hang it on the wall. You can have it with the bush, you can have it with the ring, and if you really want it, you can have a ding-a-ling because, hey baby, I'm your telephone man. Now this was a was a huge hit. It and was. It's one of these records that is a pop song, but is verging on novelty. Why isn't don't it? you like this? I don't understand that you're her... so anti this song. I think this song is tremendous. Basically, it's a bit of a sort of tongue-in-cheek. Ooh, she called the telephone man to fix her telephone, but he's boning her. He's boning her. <laughs> he's boning the whole block. Yeah, yeah. he's fucking. It's he's like the Shinkis Khan of telephone. It's man. a bit like a Pan Air's poem. You know, is she gonna say fuck? No, she's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, you know. But it's but from me. by yeah. someone who thinks like from the East Village and thinks yeah. it's funny to write sort of like twee porno. Yeah, I think it is funny. It and strikes also, me as a sort of song like Kung Fu Fighting, where it's probably hastily recorded for the B side, and they realise that the A side, which they really give a shit about. Is actually everyone liked the B side more? Do you know you get that feeling? It was like that was like two hours because they had two hours left in the day after they spent all day doing the A side, yeah. and that was the hit. And it's like, oh fuck, because you can't well, dance that. to that at all. It is the A side, but this could have been a later. But you know issue. what I mean? It's yeah. like it has that sense that it's not the song they meant. But obviously that is the A side. But it just and I enjoyed it. Uh, her sort of <laughs> cod American accent, or perhaps she's American, but the way she does her voice. He's annoying. It's like that. She's doing it like that. Jimmy, what's Sa- Jimmy Savile? I was going to say, who's the other Jimmy? Jimmy Hill. Jimmy Hill. Cranky. Cranky. Scargill. There was a person called Jimmy uh, Buffett. I think Jim, in American politics. Jimmy Riddle. Jimmy Cliff. Jimmy Cliff. Right. Okay. So. <laughs> Jimmy. <Not laughs> Pause. Everyone went to whether they should do a Jamaican accent or yeah, not, and then like, swiftly no. moved on without I, doing I a Jamaican think, accent. I just think you know it's, it's not a deeply quite irritating, novelty. irritating record and. You actually, there are, um, there were a lot of uh, sort of copycat records of this, but sort of like done by a Northern guy. So what, who's that Northern comic who did telephone? Oh, I'm your telephone. Mike book. Reed. Yeah, it was uh, not Mike Reed, but there were like di- different versions of this that came out because this was such a huge hit. I, and I've seen her do it. I've I, seen um, Hot Gossip do a version of this on top of the pops, and they're like, Ooh, don't they just dance? It rings. 
And then, like, Mike Smith answers it and goes, or Kid Jensen answers it and goes, oh, hello, are you a telephone man? And then they go into it. It's really terrible bit of telly. <laughs> okay. I think you've been far too harsh on this. I really do. And I know you know your music, but I think this is going under uh, under the radar. See, now you've become the Simon Cowell of the panel. You know, from Paul Hollywood in. to Simon Cowell. Is that a thing they say? You're in. Yeah, I, I want to invest £10,000 for a 50% yeah. stake. Accepted. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the first time I heard the telephone <laughs> song, it was a time of great upheaval in, in, in Ireland. And if you understand the situation of, of the working class people at the oh. time, you, you have to understand how invocative it was. Oh, oh, God, that accent. I fucking hate that, man. Uh, but it wasn't funny to me. Yeah. I was Scottish. Right, okay. Telephone Man, Mary Wilson. I didn't... I mean, it's fine, but you couldn't dance to Did it. you see how it's a huge hit? It, it's, it's like, it'd be like trying to I dance to, like, like lift music. 77. That's all you need to know. 70. Star Wars, Telephone Man. Oh, yeah. Box. I don't like it, but I don't think you can hate it. It's just like... Yeah, you hear, I can. Look you at it. Hear, it's yeah, very but, annoying. But you hear it, and you're like... Mm. Yeah. Literally, it's no, like... No, if you'd heard it several why, times... Yeah, but it's in why, one week, believe me, it's why it's why the stick the phone up my fan. Put it on vibrate and then stick it on my nipples. The phone up your fanny. Put it in the fish tank and now it's wet and then I'll suck it. Right, okay. Put the phone up my fanny. How many fucking silver platters is that getting? I don't like it at all. One. Out of right. five, is yeah. it? I'm going to give it three out of five. I'm giving it three. It's horrendous five. country and western I'm sub it novelty five. record. That's a stone cold dance floor classic. Fuck you. And I, I, and I would play it at a funeral. <laughs> good, Paul. Yeah. Good, good, good segue. What, ang- what angers Eli is that he had to phone up the phone company. That's what the music was on hold <laughs> for two was. hours while for he was trying for a certain time. But at the, the same time, it was green sleeves also underneath oh. it. But when they, because they wouldn't have realised the sort of sexual sexual implications in that song, they would have been people. There would have been mums and kids listening to it because the mum just thought it was a lovely, funny little tune. Yeah. Now the mums were all frotting themselves. Hard. <laughs> Fucking frotting, dry frotting in the supermarket. It's not a telephone man. I wish the telephone man would come round and fix my fucking pole. Have you ever had a telephone man come to your house? No, you see, that's again. It's certainly not to fuck me. I've tried. He'd be called Mary Wilson. Be a slag. Sorry. What? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Mary. I'm sorry. Dirty naughty boy. Are you going to Google something? I was, and then I forgot because I was too. Uh, your, your whole thing about Mary and she was a slag it threw me off. Sorry. You should be. Say it again. I'm sorry. You've Mary. ruined this 50th episode. I have not ruined you it. You have, with your saucy language and your racist accents and your, and your inability to guess simple TV trivia. Guess? Yeah. No, I think it's the word you're looking for. You anyway. Idiot. Is she Just. Mary Wilson? The one who said Mary M R M E R I. It's not that Mary Wilson. Not Mary Wilson. What's she off? Great British Bake Off. What is Mary Wilson off Great British Mary Wilson Beach Boys? Yeah. Mary Wilson from the Supremes. Yeah, that's right. Mary Wilson. Oh yes, of course. Is still American though. Yeah, she's American. She was best known for singing double entendre novelty songs. Oh. And that must be her biggest double entendre novelty. Must song. be her biggest one. Yeah. yeah. So she her... was actually born in Japan. 
So the second single she released, Fruit and Veg Gentleman, she uh, died was in 2002. Oh. Aged 53. And oh, she was buried oh. to that song. So oh, she, was, she would have been very young when she released that. I'm I sorry think. I called her a slag. No, <laughs> she called her Woods. I called her Woods a teenager. 28. She was 28. Now that she's dead, I'm sorry. 36. <laughs> <laughs> right. And to end this segment, we're going to hand did over to Did you have a record called uh, Plumman Needs My Pipes Seeing To? <laughs> you twat alright end right. the segment can I no, just wait, say wait. in 1999 she released a single called Fisting. Internet Man yeah you see she did that's what I mean they... oh and then the hard drive got inserted in my floppy disk <laughs> and then I stuck it in my farting pot at that point Dial it became up. a drive time pl- airplay song and she got a new record deal with Time Warner Records Jesus and she died three years later oh that's real well that will teach her she lost control of her car on a Georgia State Route 377 <laughs> okay I take that back during an ice storm so we're going to hand over to Richard Sandling now because I would do my bottom shelf I was going to do my bottom shelf where I find something at a charity shop on VHS or DVD that I like but I thought I'd hand it over to Richard and offer you offer Richard's choice so what is it? Oh, what is it? Hello, everyone out there. Richard's just turned up. Hello. <laughs> hello. Have I missed, what have I missed? Uh, Nothing. <laughs> is it my go already? Honestly, not much. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have got... Oh, I don't know why I'm holding it up because this is a podcast, but there'll be photos <laughs> right in there. I have got the Muppet movie on Precision Video VHS. Ooh. And the reason this is the interesting to me is this was the first original release on home video of the Muppet movie from 1980. And as you can see, if there will be pictures, hopefully, yeah, to there will be this, on the website. The video case is a big cassette tape. It's like a big C ninety oh, cassette tape. Really they didn't is. know how to market it, so it's literally like buying a cassette, but a, but a video shaped cassette. Yes, I actually wish that videos they kept, they kept with doing that. that. I think that's much more pleasing. It's yeah, beautiful, and it's just it's like it's plastic and it's lovely and it's, it's hard plastic. It's not hard like plastic. Yeah, it's, no. it's actually like solid. And it's well, obviously it's the Muppet movie, which is a great movie, exactly. right? absolute classic. Uh, but and you know, it's just it's just a beautiful ITC, and it's yellow. And there was only a few. I'm trying to find out about this, but this is because this is kind of one of the first pre-certificated releases of VHS. Only certain Kermit videos. Kermit says fuck. Quite K- Kermit says fuck. <laughs> and uh, hey, everybody, get fucked. <laughs> you know the uh, the torture of Miss Piggy is real. That's real yeah. animal <laughs> cruelty. <laughs> the Muppet Holocaust. The Muppet Holocaust. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a cover they should have oh, done. The bit, the bit with the turtle. Is, and oh. never forget the bit with the turtle. It would have been Pepe uh, the Prawn in the re- in the Muppets yeah. version. Yeah. Um, with Fozzy on a spike yeah. coming out of his mouth. Gonzo's nose just fucking ripped off. It's just <laughs> horrific. Horrific. Rated PG. So why? I've got a question. Why yeah. do you think they decided to not go with the large, brittle cassette? Crystal, do they call it crystal? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to sort of find out more about these cases. I think only a couple of like 80 titles were released like this. This is, this is the previous, this is before they did what we have. I suppose it's because... That's what they had for the cassettes. Ha- that's what they had for cassettes. This, they're supposed to be making a different medium. They're thinking about, they're always trying to make it different. I suppose if you're talking about how they have it at home, and obviously they, this is before they'll probably rent them. As in, so this would be like in a library, so you probably need to be more succinct. But I, um, And if you're having like a video it's shot. It's just a nicer finish. A VHS box is one piece of pressed plastic, and that is yeah. two yeah. separate pieces Yeah, this is two separate yeah. things. So I imagine uh, one piece of pressed plastic yeah, is absolutely right. Cheap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cost. And VHS was largely sort of, you know, a cheap, not, you know, well, they were expensive to buy at the time you know but like the idea was you just knock them out you know like everyone could just have a record like it's like having a record everyone's got a, it's like having a podcast everyone's got a podcast yeah. <laughs> you know you just stick out you stick out the, the seven vhs titles your own as quickly as possible and some people won't have a podcast for long 
Why are you being catty? You've still got 36 more. We established. You say not for long. I reckon there's about another three hours left in this one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's a lovely thing. I really like it. Is it, it. costly? It, do you reckon it will go for a bit of money, though? I had a look online, but I can't I can't find any on eBay to... Nothing. Like, I can't find wow, it. And it's quite rare. difficult to, like, to Google the parameters of yeah. the box to find yes. out... It's you can price type in, is what it is. But it's also, it's like, you know, I've got a few, I've got some videos which go, oh, because I've got like a lot of the Disney films which yeah. are only on video and things like Song of the South, yeah, which yeah. is banned, but you know, it's good to, it's, it's, it's an uphill wank, uh, Song <laughs> of the South, believe me. A lot of effort involved. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's quite tricky. But, um, you know, so I've got a few things like that, but it's like they're only really worth anything if you're actually going to sell it or if people actually yeah, buy true. it. So I mean, I'd rather just it. have this awesome thing and go, is... go look at my brilliant video. All right, well, that's beautiful and I have applause for that. So you can have a bit of joy occasionally, yeah. you two grumpy bastards. No, Oz, Oz is a joyous show. It's just we hate each other. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is the 50th edition of The Price of Shite. So let us do... Is it actually? Fi- no, it's the 50th edition episode. It's Price of Right special. It's price of Shite. Oh, Try it again, Paul. Try Ladies again. and gentlemen... To celebrate our 50th... Oh, Margaret across the road has terrible petunias. She lets them grow like wild. What's going on? To celebrate the 50th anniversary episode podcast, here is this edition of The Price is Shite. That's right. It's time to do it, Mr. Silverman. It's the fucking price of shite. It's the fucking price of shite. Oh, it's the fucking price of shite. And that's right. Not our best version, let's be honest with you. But today we're doing it differently. Because <laughs> not me and you doing it, not me, you. We're competing, Paul. We're competing I because... I vanquish you. Ash is going to now be in charge of the items. So, how's the scoring going to work, Mr. Fifth? Well, what I thought we'd do is, um, I want you to guess a price. Yes. Um, we all guess, like, it's like... Like we've so far so good. We, I'll just te- sorry to step in here, Ash. Paul, he's pulling it's rank. very simple. Yes, we've done it before mm. numerous times. Yes, maybe almost fifty. Right. <laughs> as is now written in stone, the yeah. rules are as follows. Yeah. Ash will produce a piece of shite. Yes. You will guess your price for mm. the piece of shite. Yes. I will guess my price for the piece of shite and then our guest Richard will guess his price of shite guess and then it scores as follows if you get it on the nose two points if you're within 25p either way price one point can I just before we start to give you a a chance yeah these were very oddly priced okay that might swing it a a point either way so so that is the scoring if you're within 25p either way you get one point if you're on the nose, you get two. I would say Otherwise, nil point. Nil point. What if I decide that Paul or Eli's guess is the guess I would guess and I have the same guess? Yeah, I'm just going to do the same guess. Yeah. And you yeah. Agree, I agree, I agree yeah. with the pound. Of course. Like, yeah. yeah, of course. We're so, monsters. Mr. Frith, cool. what is your first shite? The first thing I found, and I just want to say it's the 50th episode, so I yeah. thought I would spend £50. Pounds. <laughs> I then thought that's, that's silly, stupid. So, yeah. I won't. so you spent fifty p. All right, good. But the woman, like I know, you have gone through shy in in your time. Yeah, you have never had a woman as pleased to sell the things. <laughs> <laughs> First item, and yeah. do I describe it? Yeah. Do I take it and describe? 
So the first item is this. Oh, oh it's horrible. Great. It oh is God. a green, fluffy, uh, it's called a uh, baby Fergal. It looks suspiciously like a character from Monsters uh, It looks Inc. like a mixture between Mike... Can you hold it up to the camera, please? ...and Sully. There's something sort of hideously tarantula-like about it. Yes. He's furry, he's green, he is, he's got blue coming through, he's got sort of stuck-on eyes. Um, it holds... It's a, Basically, I should tell you what it is. It's a CD case. Oh. CD slash DVD slash Blu-ray slash... PlayStation 4, 3, 2, two 1. 1, yes. Oh, it opens up. You open it up, he unzips around his legs. He's got little arms that come up here as well. Nice, and nice He's got touch. little leg nubbins as well. He's got leg nubbins. And in there you are fitting 12. That's... Uh, could I have a look? You can, of course you can have a look. It's... it's, it's Oh, and mint condition. It's still got its original... It's got the original... It's got on card, as they say. Yes, mint on, on card. card. It's got the card. That the value's still going to be there, though. Fergal's... Baby Fergals, so oh. you, so you think you get full sized Fergals? So if you want twenty four DVDs, <laughs> you have to get a real Fergal, or twelve inch I mean, vinyl. If this is a baby Fergal. It could look very different to the adult form. The adult mm. form could be very like a gremlin. Yeah, could be very different. Do they have other designs? Do they have a Fergal Sharky? <laughs> Crime buster of the sea. Oh, yes, well, you know, yes, a good case. That, is is about the most, <laughs> that pun is about the most cheap show thing we've had all, all day. <laughs> Fergal Shark. Fergal Sharky and George. Yeah. Fergals. Okay, Fergals. Crime busters of the sea. I quite like the quality, the finish. It doesn't look that cheap. It looks like it's actually, despite the outward appearance, it's actually quite a high quality bit of. Like kit. Well constructed, definitely. Oh, yeah. It says it holds 12 CDs or DVDs and it says underneath, yummy, yummy, discs in my tummy. Well, you do, are putting them in his tummy. You are indeed. Forcing discs into his guts, yeah. which causes quite a bit of discomfort, I'd imagine. Given too. the insertion, do they have female Fergals? Because that would make the whole insertion process slightly more sinister. They're just for pencils I'd and rulers. I'd put my dick in that. You put a dick in that? Yeah. And flap it all around. Is that, why you, <laughs> is that why you have that huge collection of trolls to go on your pencil? Yeah, that's exactly why it is. Yeah. yeah. Right, so it's time to guess the price. So I'm going You're to guess. You're going to go first, Paul. So what charity shop was it? Was it a charity shop? Uh, this was a cancer research. Okay. I'm going to say... Uh, Matt Local, yes. in, uh, in But was it a second-hand item? Because some of them now have... like. Oh, no, 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 all second-hand. This was made in 1995. Oh. It is, everything is second-hand. Okay. That's actually quite cool, isn't it? I'm going to say £1.50 for that. I believe they might have overpriced it somewhat. What do you say, Mr Silverman? Mouth, I'm going to say £2... He's going to fuck it. £2.25. So £2.25. So what did you say? I said £1.50. You know what? I know how the local charity shops are somehow slightly mental about prices and things. So I reckon they may have had the gall to ask for something like three ninety nine for that. Okay. Oh, well, that's complicated. Well, we've got three so, very different scores, so keep so those in mind. You said one pound fifty, one fifty, two twenty five, two twenty five, three ninety nine. Wow. Okay. okay. And do we? No, it goes at the end, you have to remember. Item. Yes, second item. Yeah. I'll remember, don't worry. I'll remember. I didn't bring a pen. Item number oh, two. I could write it down. I could write it down. So Richard yes, said three ninety nine. Paul's two twenty five. Paul one pound fifty. Lovely. Right, the next item for the price of shite. Yes, and darling. This was in a a whole section. I could have bought an entire. Um, Price of Shire range 
on this particular subject. Oh, they this had is a whole section in the shop. Is it 50 it's grades? This, oh, wow. Again, mint condition, oh. desktop, crazy golfer. So this is um, a small, maybe three, four inch character. He's uh, goes on your desktop. You, he is standing sort of in a pro, prone position. There's something in there that looks like maybe an insect within the box. Um, he, <laughs> you basically he comes with like maybe ten minuscule. Golf balls. golf balls and a little golf tee. You set that up on the other side and of the And you desk. usually flick it with you the wrist. You flick yeah. him, you pull him back, you release, he will hit the ball. Oh, you release, he's got some kind of I, action. It, I think so. Well, it's in the box because he's mint. So you, I don't know, but that's what I'm thinking. It says pull back the golf club to putt the balls into the hole. It's outrageously addictive, desktop fun. Ugh. This, mint condition, still sealed in the box. With the card. Um, there are two, four, six, eight, ten golf balls, maybe two millimetres, three millimetres in diameter. Just so I can have a look at the price sticker if it's still been left on, but no, it hasn't. Oh, Paul, you're such an angle-shooting, low-down life, you crumbum. <laughs> crumbum. I'm sorry, was that one of those PG swear words that you we were talking are, about? You're a fucking... You, you, you toilet. Slight. We try and have good sportsmanship on this show, and you go, oh, perhaps you've kept the price on. You won't have to work, won't have to use my brain. Won't have to create anything. Good. I'm, I'm going to hit you. Shortcut. I'll give don't you 50 stop. punches. I'll give you 50 punches in the mouth. Edition, don't hit me with the price of shite because its value will go down. And then your guess will be fucked. Four quid, three quid, <laughs> two quid. Right. Let's have a guess. Stop. Desktop crazy golf. Tech on swing. That's what it says. Right. In that case, I'm going to say that's two pounds. Two pounds, I'm saying. What do you say, Mr. Silverman? I'm going to go... I'll go up for three. I'm going to go for Ooh, three pounds on this. Three. I'm going to go low. I'm going to go 149. 149. Okay. This is very exciting. Uh, did this come with other characters you could play golf with? No. Uh, but it had... <laughs> in, there was a whole golf range. So you could have bought a, a golf ball... Like, not engraving kit, but embossing kit. Oh, there was lots of so golf items. Can, but this was the only one in this actual... Selection range. of teas okay. in a box. It's a nice item, that. All right, okay. So, final final item on the price of shite. 50th. And this, I feel, needs... Um, I mean, I don't. I can't do it justice by just showing it to you. I don't think. You've got to stick it in us or something. It's this. Oh, oh. now that. Let me have a the look at that. correct response. Let's have a look at this. Oh, that, is, that is a prize piece of shit. That then. might be the most brilliant... <laughs> That might be the most singular piece of shite describe ever to it. grace the price of shite. Describe, describe it for our listeners. It is, um, I'm going to give you all the details. It is six inches oh. uh, across. It is uh, made of uh, a porcelain, a china. Oh, um, it has got um, a lovely, it, it's a plate, I should nice. say. It is decorative. It has got some nice royal sort of, purple. It looks, it's not, not just any plate though, is it? No. It's not any plate. It is a what? commemorative plate. Commemorative but what's it commemorating? It commemorates, to commemorate the wedding of HRH, the Prince of Wales, and Camilla Parker Bowles. Oh! 9th of April, I feel 2005. Like, stand up, Eli. This is royalty. I'm stand not standing up. for you or any fucking king of queens. <laughs> it is a... Drawing may be done by an eight-year-old, oh. but it is genuine. This is um, life drawing class. If you want to know who's the kind of people that are going to be buying this, yeah. I can reveal it's from the Sunday and Daily Express. Oh well, I need to get a picture of that as well because that ties it all together. 
You know when you see those pictures online and it's like there was Jesus was in a like slice of bread and someone draws like what the Jesus actually looks like and yeah. it just looks mental because it's like some woman who can't draw art has drawn like yeah. the Mary. You mother. are talking about the monkey Christ. That's what you're referring to. <laughs> the monkey Christ. No, that was that fresco. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not a bad. It's actually not a bad Camilla. But Charles just but it's looks not like good. Color, no, but I mean, it? but she like it's just a bad picture. Yeah. Whereas Charles looks like they've drawn him like he's twenty. This to and me, he's got grey hair. Yeah. He looks like they both look a bit zombified. Don't this they? to me, strike this. What's happened here is these are Charles and Diana plates left over from the eighties. <laughs> this is the only section here that was replaced. Even yeah. her hair is a bit Diana. Yeah. Yeah. Someone took a, a razor to the uh, actual design. You can almost sketch. see on the neck that that is not that has been added on. It afterwards. does look like they've photoshopped or like yeah. paint shopped or like plates plate design. People can put pictures on cakes better than that plate is designed. It is not a handsome piece. Can I have a look? It's yours, mate. Do I, I don't want it. It might be cursed. Oh my! Oh my! You look closely, and it's it's atrocious. You'll be lost. In it your looks eyes. like. Charles and Camilla have eaten, have used the makeup with the chemicals in it from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> they do not look healthy. Charles looks like he just doesn't want to. Just, he looks like he's going, please. Save it's Oxford, me. Oxford collectibles. Just think about the fact that that was purchased by someone. Yeah, you. And then those people didn't want it anymore. <laughs> and instead of putting it in the bin, they said, someone will want this in the charity shop. When the woman, when I bought that, said, I never thought that would go. <laughs> That's the kind of shite we love on this that show. That's yeah. yeah. Primo shite. But it does have quite... That's a... one of those things that when you give stuff to Paul. a charity shop... You just find that's one of the things where you give a box to the charity shop, you put that in the bottom so they can't go, yeah, we don't take this because they've already got it, but it's like yeah. no, no take backs. <laughs> it does have quite a good weight. They close it. the shop up and move. The, the, it came with a stand. The woman said, Do you want the stand? I said, No. It's not going on display. It didn't change the price. No, but it just was basically. Did so she give didn't... you a reduction because you didn't take the stand? There was no reduction. Okay. However, she was pleased because she can now use the stand. For something else. An actual plate that someone would like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Maybe with a character from A Bug's Life on. They're just not very attractive people, you know? And, and especially not... They captured that very well. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, very well. <laughs> very well. So we're looking for a price now for the... We are. ...terrible, commemorative Charles and Camilla plate. <sighs> Paul. I mean, you couldn't have got a per- more perfect item for the 50th episode, I think. You know what? Yeah, it's brilliant. I'm going to surprise everyone and have a wank. That would not surprise no, anyone. No, and I make know. a joke about wanks. No, I can't even f- less surprising. I feel the pressure of the audience to, to get a wank joke in, so I threw that it in. And a it was joke. No, it wasn't. Seventy-five p. Seventy-five. I'm going to go one pound fifty. Oh. I'm going to go for two ninety-nine. Two ninety-nine. Because the thing is, that's the sort of thing that they want to make it ninety-nine p to get rid of it. But at the same time, they know that whoever wants to buy that will be happy to pay <laughs> three quid for it <laughs> because the sort of. The sort of maniac that gives a shit about the royalty doesn't care about money. Out of respect for the royalty. <laughs> they don't want to be... They'll pay- think that's going to go to decorating Buckingham Palace if they buy that. So they'll be happy to pay, like, God knows what to for... To commemorate a- the wedding of H.R.H., the Prince of Wales, and that cow, Camilla Parker Bowers. Shop? 
Is the froth shop guy back in now? Yes. He Does is. he come back in? He's a bit more like this, the froth shop guy. I'm much more, mm, this is antique. I'm not getting mm, a real difference. Me, mm, me big fire. <laughs> <laughs> now he's a native. He's of... a native American. Oh, yeah. right. Mm. Good. Right. So how do you want me to do the reveal here? Uh, correctly. Individual items? Just a... one by one. Yes. Give, remind reveal... us of our prices and then reveal so, the clothes. For the CD case, Paul went with pound fifty. I did. Eli went with £2.25. I yep. sure did. Richard went with £3.99. Yeah. Now, I want to make it absolutely clear £3.99 was... I'm offended you think I would spend that much. <laughs> well, that's what I thought as well. Yeah, way out. Come on. It was £1.75. Oh! Who's closer? Paul is closest. He is 25 pence off there. That's a point and for I'm me. 50p off, yeah. And you are 50 pence off. So we're both nothing. Nothing for so you and me. Point for Gannon. Oh my god. One goodness. point for Gannon. Well, I'm getting a bit frothy. <laughs> getting <laughs> a bit frothy. Right, Next yeah. up oh. was the golfer. Oh, yeah. Paul went. Miniature golf, executive toy, tabletop mm. toy. Yes. 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 Paul said two pounds. I did. Eli went three pounds. He's now regretting that. I'm regretting it heavily. <laughs> Richard Sanding went with four uh, one pounds forty-nine. Okay. The actual price of this shite yeah. was one pounds eighty-five pence. Oh another well, point I say for two Paul. Pounds. You no. said three pounds. I said three pounds. Yeah. No, I fucking didn't. Yeah, you did. Right, no, that's it. <laughs> no, sit down and take it. What's so, a Paul point? is 25p away. Oh. Richard is... Uh, Half a world away. <laughs> 36 pence away. Oh. Oh. Bad luck, Richard. So Could have got a Paul point Paul has won, oh. but we will push oh. No, I could be spot on with the last one. And you could, drawing, you could. I'm not, so there you But go. let's see how this plays out. So, finally, the piste de resistance... The plate, the Camilla, the commemorative Camilla and Charles. This is the best show ever. <laughs> Paul. Yeah. You said 75 I said 75p. I mean, again. What? It feels like you're disrespecting the royals there. You know what I, I mean? think because it was a free plate. Listen. It's not a free plate. It mate. got given away with the, the, the Express. Given away. They had to pay it so All you had to do month. was buy the Express. You had to buy the Express five days and send like £17 pounds postage and packaging. Yeah. Then I regret 75p, obviously. Show some respect for our royals. uh, Eli, you said £1.50. I think that was fair. Richard, you went with (laughs) £2.99. So, he had a stand with it. Yeah. So in total, let me just give you the totals of what... Like, Paul... (laughs) I think this is going to highlight that Paul maybe had his head screwed on a bit more. Paul went for a total of £4.25 for all three items. Eli went £6.70. That's, yeah. Richard went £8.47. No one's ever spent that much on the show in the past. Well, maybe they should. You're worth it. I did. I spent 10 quid on that clock. Yeah. The commemorative plate was £1 exactly. Oh! Clean sweep for Gannon. You won, Paul. You don't have to touch me. On the 50th. You, Paul. Paul won the show. Paul won the show. Paul won the whole show. (laughs) Say. Paulie Wally. Uh, all right, if you just back off, I'll say it. I promise. Yeah, you promise? I, I promise. I want to feel it. I say can't, can't see this. The uh, the twinkle has definitely gone out of Eli's eye. <laughs> Mate, about an hour he looks and a half older. ago. I actually spent was £4.50. Paul guessed £4.25. Oh, nice. Point. See, that's the kind of meticulousness <laughs> we need from our host, Paul. He's added it up. He's got. He's put. That's a, probably one of the best price of shites in terms of how the game was run and the administration we've ever had. So having said that, well done, Paul. You won. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Say it. Like say it. More. No, like you, like jubilance. Oh, Paul, you won. I love it when you win. 
<laughs> I win! Yay. Yay! I win the most important version of Price of Shite ever. So far. I win. No, that's it. We're never doing this game again. Are we dropping the Price of Shite? Forever. 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 Now. Together in electric dreams. Oh my god. Right, so. We'll always be together. I will be wrapping this show up by myself, it seems, because you've all gone blarney. Yes, it's the end of the show. We've been recording for three hours. Well done. <laughs> well done. Now, who have we got to thank first, Paul? Everyone who's given us money on Patreon. I want to thank everyone. We're going to record that separately, put it on the end of this episode. So me and you are going to read out all the Patreon people. We'll be reading out the names. All 50 of them. But could I just say, nuzzle, nuzzle, nuzzle. Nuzzle, nuzzle. Nuzzle, greasy nuzzle. nuzzle. I'm greasing my beard now, and I'm putting the balaclava on, and I'm going out. If you enjoy this show, and you'd like to give us a little bit of something to keep us going, you can go to patreon.com forward slash cheap show, and donate whatever you want. There are tiers to different, you know, donations, Don't patrons. Don't say there are tiers. This, we've been all Right, let's this. just go... Rewards. Rewards. For different levels, different of, levels of engagement. Yes. <laughs> there so, are not tears. There are tears. You could be when on you a cry and wank. That's why tears come. T i e r s. You little dirty, fucking grotty, beardy, nasty, hobbity fuck. Now let's thank our guest. Let's thank let's our guest. Here, yes. <laughs> Ash Frith for being here in the flesh. Yo. Thank you for having. Thank me. you for being part of the show. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. You don't look like it. I you enjoyed the crisps. A... That was the, the highlight was a crisp for me. It was the highlight. It might be the highlight of the, of the whole well, show. Thank you. Now, it's been a pleasure to be a part of this magical journey over the years. I've seen yeah. you both grow and then shrink back down. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Ash. We will be having you back. Yeah. Uh, and also... 36 episodes to go. Yeah. Richard Sandling, who was there when this show was unpronounceably called The Uncleakables. Uh, thank you so much for coming back and joining us all this merry way. It is way. a pleasure. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Uh, any final words from you both? How uh, great me and Eli are? Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, I the exposure. Be, Do you want to pimp yeah. anything? You've got a shit podcast, don't you, my, Ash? Yeah. You want to talk about your little podcast? It's not as big as our podcast, is it? <laughs> all right, Paul. Don't get nasty. You've right. lost your mind. I've won a competition and I'm excited. It's cuter. It's cuter than you yeah. are. It's bigger, but it's cuter. You, are, you asked me on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> he only asked you on so he could diss your podcast. That's yeah, it. of course. This I won a competition. I do a podcast. It's very successful. It's called the Pranks and Firth podcast. Me and Justin Panks. It's a. Co- it's like a concept you might not have heard of. There are two men, middle-aged comedians. Are you white? Having a chat. Uh, white? Both white, yeah. yeah. Just having a chat. Every, Very interesting format. Very, it's, Edgy. it's gonna break the interweb. Can you follow you on Twitter anywhere? <laughs> follow me on Twitter, at Ashfrith, that is key. Do do that, because I'm currently going for the world record number of Twitter followers. Good luck. I'm at about 1,025. Good. Keep the dream alive. That's pretty. I think Bieber's got about forty million. I'm quite. I'm pushing. You got Baby steps. He's, he's, he's stalled. It's all about momentum. Yeah, so I'm now going. Perhaps you should talk some hair. Talk some hair. Ricky Martin pissed like uh, rip off. Desdemona. I will. Or it's I'll do yeah. that. All right. Good. Good. Friffo. Friffo. And Richard, you've got a gig coming coming up on the 18th. Is that right? The 18th of August in London. And uh, various dates from then on, depending on when I book it again. But it's called Richard Sandling's Perfect Movie, which is a stand-up comedy show about films with videos and games. And I think Ash is actually going to be on. Yeah, it's a very good show. The 18th of August? Yeah. He's booked. And what's the venue? The East Finchley Cinema, The Phoenix. Oh, The Phoenix. A lovely venue. And with special headliner Steve Oram from Sightseers and... Ah! 
The actor, Steve Oram. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. And do you have a Twitter? I have a Twitter, Squat underscore Betty, because you put underscores in when you're so young, when the internet <laughs> things are new, and you don't realise how problematic it will be 20 years later when these things are still used. Well, on that note, do you know my friend uh, was getting his first uh, email account when uh, the uh, prequels, Star Wars prequels, and his name is Hampton, and he, <laughs> to this day, <laughs> has an email the Hampton Menace <laughs> at Hotmail, yeah, beautiful yeah. stuff at AOL, yeah. <laughs> Free he, serve. Just, he, he hates it, but it is, it is but you're stuck with it. Yeah, stuck so with just it. don't. Just but he hadn't actually seen the film at, yeah, yeah, at that yeah. point. And he Eli, gonna be still excited. Clanker Man still on Funny or Die. Well, it's yet yeah, recently been put onto Funny or Die. Excellent. Yeah, thank you. Ash. If you haven't watched it, do watch it. And I'm not just saying it's that a short you're film. It's excellent. Yeah. So that is my short film, Clanker Man. Uh, it's being shown in a festival in South Norwood next week. We'll nice. Down and say a few words beforehand. Yeah. Um, and yes, Funny or Die. Please go on to Funny or Die. Watch it if you haven't. Upload it. If you, and up, give it a. You just funny. Press funny, don't you? Yeah. Or not die. Funny. Yes. Yes. And what's your Twitter handle? Eli Snoid. E L I S N O. ID. Nice. And I am Paul Gannon Show as well on Twitter. And that's it. That's our 50th. Thank you, everyone who's taken part in listening to this show. You've all been very brave. Um, Eli, how else should we wrap this up? Give us give us a good old, your best sign-off ever. Well, thank you, everybody. No, no pressure. Stop interrupting me, then. Just, just get on with it. Thanks, everybody. Right, I want you to think carefully about signing this big episode off. So... Shut up. I'll do my best. You can fuck off. Can I? Do you want to leave the room while I do it? No. No, you want to interrupt me, don't you? I want to put my balls on your chin, and now if you speak, oh, my balls on your chin. <laughs> Just there. Give you a Bruce Campbell. Is that that's a Bruce they, Campbell? That's what, they, that's what I'm calling it. It's not what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go on, go. Uh, I'd like to thank my flatmate, Rogan McDonald, yes. for letting us have this uh, slightly clanky room. But yeah. uh, It's it, fine. Uh, it gives it a rough feel. And... All of you who've listened have stuck with us through the hard times, through the low langurs, the episode-wide langurs, the terrible... The previous 49 episodes. The previous 49 yes. episodes. But I think we've, we've broken through. We've broken through them, the hymen of the show. <laughs> You've broken that. Okay, no, this is good. Hymen breakage is positive. Uh, and the sheets are well and truly drenched in virgin's blood. And this is not the best sign-off I've it's ever done. It's not. <laughs> You come on, Eli, 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 Eli. Thanks for listening to Cheap Show, everyone. I love you. Noodles will be back in evidence on the next show and forever. Thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) Not good enough. Not good enough. Say something. Noodles, noodles, noodles. I love them. Stop poking me. Paul, you're a fucking dick. All right, that's it. That was perfect. And cut. So thank you for listening to our epic, epic two and a half hour edition of Cheap Show. You've gotten this far, and if you're listening, you are about to maybe hear your name if you gave us Sweet Sweet Coin on Patreon. Isn't that right, Silverman? That's right. I'm, I'm ready to read. Yeah. So um, thank you again for uh, giving money to our show. We really appreciate it. It all goes to help run the podcast and the website and everything like that. And as I say, if uh, you give uh, as little as a dollar and as much as, let's just be sensible here, 
$20,000 would be a nice, <laughs> uh, a nice round number. And we'd never have to work again, would we? Well, uh, no one has to work, Paul. Well, they do. Otherwise, how do you pay bill? How do you pay food? How do you pay travel? Kindness of others and also welfare. Oh, there you go. It's actually, I'm oh. developing this whole life hack. Uh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. Don't get out of bed is my new life hack. What is it? Well, no, bed? don't get out of bed. People pity you and then they'll just bring food to your bed. <laughs> Fair enough. I like that. So, um, life hack. Um, I'll I'll throw it in. Life hack. Beg. Yeah. Well, that's beg, what, you know, that... if you want something, beg for it. Yeah. I'll 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 some chips. <laughs> also, if you if you uh, if you put a whiny tone in your voice, that helps. Oh, uh, Can I have some? Like that. Please. Oh, I haven't eaten in weeks. Can I please have some food? Oh, God. No, we're going to read bad. these names then? Yeah, we probably should, actually, because basically what we're doing is we're taking the piss out of people on the street who have nothing. <laughs> basically, yeah. That just occurred yeah. to me, yeah. Um, also, yeah, so let's, let's move it's only been two and a half hours, and we're just, we're like... Bloody oh, hell. at this point, at this point, mate, this is all bonus feature stuff. Okay. You've paid for the DVD, you've listened to the commentary, now you're going for the deleted scenes, right? So this is what you get. So you're right, referring so... to our supporters as deleted scenes? No, we are, we are deleted scenes. Okay. They're the extra footage. Let's just go. Let's go. Let's, Let's just go. This. All right. So I'll start and then you go in. And we're going to apologise in advance if we pronounce your name wrong. Because um, there are one or two tricky ones. Okay. All right, so as of the end of July, these are all our Patreons, okay? So if you've sent um, a Patreon in since and uh, we don't read your name out, we're very, very sorry, all right? It will also, be read out in subsequent episodes. In subsequent House of Pickle episodes, yes, yes, yes. Just read this. Here we go. Let's go. <clears throat> I'll stop. Okay, thank you very much to Jordan Richards. And Stephen. Oh, hang on. Oh, God almighty. See you, mate. Bye, Rogan. <laughs> Sorry? Okay, cool. Have a good one. Sorry. Sorry. No, 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 it's all right. It's all right. You have life to deal with. Ready to go? Yes. We'll start from the top, all right? Okay. Make it nice and clean. Yeah. Even though I'm definitely keeping that bed in. Right. Thank you very much too. Jordan Richards. And Stephen Fury. And Rhiannon McDonald. And Esme Young. And Aidan Wolf. Thank you, Will Roach. And uh, even though I didn't find the name, uh, I'm just going to say Gogs, and I'm sure they know who they are. Thanks, Gogs. And thank you so much, Tuomas Tuskila. Tuomas Tuskila? Tuskila? I said it. I said it fine. I was confident. Just, just All right, move okay, on. Okay, fine. Yeah. All right, move on. Alex Smith. Daniel. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got the really hard one right, but you couldn't say Daniel. <laughs> Daniel West. Thank you very much. Thank you to James Peter Mitchell Bradford. And to Andrew Tomlinson. Uh, Ollie Houston. Thank you very much. Jack Moore. Omar Salazar. The most mysterious name on the list. And... Also, thank you to John Segway. Uh, thank you, Lars Herman. And Shannon Neal. Rich Fletcher. And Mark Honeyborn. Josh Underdown. 
And thank you very much, Hannah. Which sounds Cookie. like a wank. By the way, don't, I had a Josh on the down the other day. <laughs> well, I can't. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, you were saying. John Segway sounds like a character just inserted into a scene, you know, to make a smooth transition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. Say Hannah Cook again. Hannah Cookie. Sorry, Hannah. Oh, yeah, it is kind of cookie. That's awesome. Anyway, uh, Lawrence Fort. And thank you, Kyle Lamb. Christopher Lovejoy. Thank you very much. Stephen Brewster. Yeah, I didn't know how to pronounce that. Brewster, but it's probably close enough, right? Thank you, Stephen. Uh, thank you to Sam Anderson. And Elora Lamb. Michael Salvia. Thank you. Thank you, Deborah Hines. Oh, I have a potentially awkward name to read out now. Teresa Seska? Saska? Siska? Thank you anyway. And, and thank you to Graham Woods. Thank you very much, Tiffany Guarneri. <laughs> Guarneri? Guarneri. Thanks, Tiffany. I'd say Guarneri. Guarneri. Thank you, Tiffany. And thank you to Angel Rose. Stripper name. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, Benjamin Webster. Stripper name. And- <laughs> and to JJ Lambie, Hollywood actor name. <laughs> Thank you to. I'm just starting to imagine right, okay, stuff. Not now. All, they can't all... Hey, hey, hey. Next on the dance floor, it's JJ Lambie. And up after that. Thank you very much, Emilio Flores. Um, oh, Alison Gwynn. Thank you very much. And thank you very much to the Hadron Gospel Hour. Are they supporting us on Patreon as well? They are. Oh, yeah, thank I know. you. They're... And they're a lovely podcast. Listen to them. If you like hitchhiker, guidery, kind of space, sci-fi comedy, give them a listen. It's the place to go. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, James Harris. And to Kimberly, Kimberly Olsen, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Ollie Gregory gets a thank you now. Aidan Closer. Yeah. I, thank I, you. I, I don't know. I would have said close, but whatever. Closer. Closer. I don't know. Anyway, thank you. Michael Price, I thank you all. Oliver Wilde. Ooh, I like this name. Alex Hugabruga. <laughs> and to Ian Tandy, thank you. And Ricard Olsen, thank you very much. And lastly, Michael Saunders, thank you, Michael. And as of the end of July, you are all patrons, you are all wonderful, and we thank you very much. Thank you for supporting our daft, stupid podcast. Right, that's it. Now, Eli, before we go, I need yeah. you to say thank you very much for spending 25 hours editing this fucking episode because thank it nearly you, killed me. Thanks, Paul. Thanks. You really did have to put up with a lot of shit with this one. Just a quick fact. I wept last night. <laughs> <laughs> what, were you watching Doctor Who again? Oh. No, no, because I was editing this fucking podcast and it began to get out of sync for some reason and I don't know why. And because right. we were using like four tracks at yeah. one point, um, I was syncing them all up. I started doing a death by a thousand cuts, so I was taking a little bit out of one track, a little bit out of the other, and eventually they all became massively out of sync. So it sounded like we were in this massive echo chamber. And after <laughs> editing that section for three hours, I had to cut the whole, I had to stop doing the whole whole thing and delete it all wow. and i had a cry and i kicked the table and then i went for a cigarette this really is like the uh sergeant peppers of uh of podcasts isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah and this whole end part is the final note of a day in a life wow yes right so that's it then all right we can take a breather we've got house of pickles coming up Yes. We've also got our live show, which I'm still trying to organise our travel to. Okay. Anyway, this is all behind the scenes. Anyway, um, this is it. We can say goodbye. And everyone else can uh, everyone else can finally stop listening to this fucking podcast. Goodbye. 
Goodbye.